All right, before we start this episode, I want to let you guys know that in December, it is your pick for Game of the Month, our community pick for Game of the Month. And I want to let you know how you can vote for that in November. Now, every episode throughout November and only November, you can vote once per video. Now, how you vote is type in G-O-T-M on your comment and type in next to it the game you would like to vote for in that video. Every video I'm going to go through before the next upcoming Game of the Month episode tally each game that's been voted for and how many times it's been voted for. The ones that get the most votes, the top three, will make it onto our top three, get thrown into a randomizer, and we will find out randomly on the next Game of the Month coming at the end of this month which game is the winner of our community pick game of the month. Now, the one that gets picked will be our game of the month in December. You guys get to pick, it's the community pick, but even if you get second or third place, you get thrown into our game of the month list and you'll be able to get pulled at any time that it gets pulled when we randomly pick our game of the month from here into uh, infinity. So uh, yeah, letting you guys know that uh, you know it's November, you guys got to vote if you want to pick the game of the month and have the game that we all play throughout December be reviewed by us and have a conversation about a game that maybe you are very passionate about or maybe curious about or maybe there's that fishing game that you wanted somebody to fucking play and uh, maybe it's not you. So you guys can pick anything, doesn't matter what game it is thin reason and uh we will play it uh yeah so um make sure to like subscribe uh we're almost at 2,000 subscribers tell your friends to subscribe and uh yeah enjoy this episode What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 129 of the Taste of Cast, our weekly podcast where we talk about things, react to things, do a bunch of random shit. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. I'm Chris. And a couple quick reminders to download and play Hollow Knight and Shadow of War, both offered for free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download those, play those, come back at the end of the month for Plus Club. Let us know what you thought of those games. We'll let you know what we thought of them. And if you have a PS5 this month, you're getting that. This month, you're one of the lucky people that actually got your pre-order in. Uh, Bug Snacks is going to be on PlayStation Plus as well. So uh, hopefully, if I get mine... Uh, I, don't, I tried to cross my fingers, but I was like doing this, so I don't even know what the fuck. I'm just getting ready to snap. Um, bug snacks, bug snaps. Um, play that. Game of the month is Cube World, randomly picked. Make sure to play that as well. It is a third person uh, multiplayer, uh, very much RPG. Now I played it a little bit. We'll talk about that at some point. Uh, make sure to download that, play that. Come back at the end of the month for Game of the Month. We're going to talk about that. And also, if you saw in the intro, I explained the community pick game of the month for you guys uh make sure to type in gotm on your uh comment or any comment uh with the game next to it and i will put that if it's a game you've already voted for or a new game i'll put it in and put uh check marks next to it as it gets tallied and uh you guys know the rules so we will talk about that uh later type in hashtag stlg on your comment if you'd like your comment to be considered on this show and other shows like a tasty cast uh we have a segment where we read your comments and reply to them if you want that to happen uh type in uh, hashtag stlg on your comment otherwise i pick a random we have a Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime all, t- all the time or on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. And we have a Patreon link down below if you'd like to support the channel even further than liking, commenting, and sharing this video around with everyone and subscribing. We're almost at 2,000 uh, subscribers. Let's try and hit that sooner than later. All right. Uh, Tasty Cast. Uh, sorry for Tasty Cast, what we've been playing. And uh, let's start with Chris this time. What have you been playing? Oh, 
me. Um, well, my list is actually really short this time around. Uh, I have been playing a metric butt-ton of Ghost of Tsushima, whether online or solo. Um, just a lot of fun there. Nothing crazy to report, just okay. it's a lot of fun. But we haven't talked about this at all, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to deep dive. We're going to have more to talk about here because i got to ask questions. You mm. bought this game recently, right? Yes. Okay, so what do you think about the single player so far? Uh, I actually really, really like it. Uh, it is a cinematic marvel. Like, I find myself stopping and taking screenshots constantly. Oh, yeah. The game's fucking beautiful, man. Um, I think that's actually the reason why I stopped playing it is because I kept finding myself, like, literally, I'd just be running. I'd look over. I'm like, that's nice. And i just go into photo <laughs> mode, and I'd be in there for, like, an hour. Like, comp, you know, doing my composition, <laughs> fucking around with the contrast and shit. And I'm like, this isn't a photography game. I need to stop. Like, I got to fucking continue playing this. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it really resonates um, with me. In the story, I really like the story a lot. Um, I, I'm having emotional conflicts with playing the game, not just like the game is like bad or good or anything, but like being the character that you are and the story you're going through and conflicting with what I expected the character to be and the story outlining you, kind of guiding you where you're supposed to be going. I keep that vague. I don't want to spoil any stories, but yeah, um, it's just it's just I see myself like slowly sliding into where the story is supposed to wants me to go and me feeling conflicted more and more doing it yeah um, and there's choices in the story as well so you can kind of can yeah. guide that on your own too so yeah i uh <clears throat> i think you're well, unless you played some more today but me and you are about the same progression at this point i think mm-hmm. um wait chris where you're at in, in yeah the, oh wow okay that's that no work life <laughs> yeah that helps <laughs> um which is Act Two. We're talking about Act Two. Yeah, the very yes. beginning of yeah. it. Yeah, that's where I'm at as well. Okay. But I just got there. Yeah, I mm-hmm. have almost completed the first set of like main main quests um, after getting there, and I've done every side quest available to me. So, um, the speaking of side quests, that was the kind of the whole thing I was getting into. So far, with how far I am in the game at this point, I like the main story. Um, it's it's got you know enough going on to be um you know fun to to kind of go through and whatnot but honestly for me the side stories in the game really do a lot of world building yeah and Mm -hmm. uh, are probably my favorite part of the single player is all the side stuff it it just they take you to amazing locations so you get to see this beautiful game you get all this neat storytelling that is just building onto the game more and more and more and just make it a, a just a much deeper experience and i really enjoy that so game of the year uh it's probably up there yeah on that topic real fast and so if anyone's kind of confused about how game of the year works on the channel i pretty much allow anybody to do what they want within reason uh we've had people do expansions before um I think DLC is kind of off, but if it's a big enough chunk of DLC, I, I would I would be okay with that. But really, like, I'm not trying to tell people, like, you know, this is a discussion channel. If something felt like it was the game of the year to you, I'm cool with it. I just try and keep it, like, within the year because it's the game of the year. So it's, like, that year's releases. But um, on that topic, we talked about Cyberpunk a bit, and I will obviously allow you guys to pick Cyberpunk for your game of the year. I'm taking it off the table for myself personally. Um, me and you talked about it a little bit already. We talked about it last Taste the Cast a little bit. Um, 
it's too late in the year to allow myself to have to rush judgment on the game. And I don't want to let my bias of liking cyberpunk stuff just allow me to go, oh, it's game of the year for sure. Um, so next year it will be in the running um, because it is so late in the year. So and you guys can obviously do what you want. I know you'll definitely be playing it uh, when it comes out. Um, but because it is dropping in like mid-December, um, and our game of the year episode is going to be like the third week of December. It's not enough time unless I just put in like two, three days worth of gameplay in two, three days. Yeah, I, I think I could maybe make a distinction that it's not going to happen. Yeah, but even at that point, you haven't, you don't have time to like uh, uh, savor. Let it soak in, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because like I can love a game in the moment, but then like you know. Maybe a few weeks later, I might be like, eh, I got some nitpicks now. One, like, so. I'd like to beat the game, too. For because sure. the lasting impact of the ending of the game can really make or break a game for me. Mm-hmm. Even a game yep. as mediocre if it has a good fucking ending, I'm like, ooh, that yeah. was fucking good. Like, now I'm thinking about mm-hmm. it. Um, a game that's like, okay, but has, like, a fucking shitty ending, I'd be like, well, that could have been better. And then I forget about it. So, um yeah, I was throwing it out there. Uh, don't expect Cyberpunk to be in the running for me personally. Anyone who's disappointed by that, I'll still talk about the game definitely. But um, uh, I'm going to save it till 2021, just because um, or 2020 or 2077. Uh, maybe we'll talk about then. Uh, pushing it back. But uh, I just want I want to clarify that because we talked about that a little bit. So um, my prediction of what my game of the year uh, would be. Um, just like my prediction of everything in 2020 has been thrown out the fucking window. So. Um, I was wrong, uh, <laughs> but uh, th- that leaves it. I'm kind of excited because that leaves it open for my heavy bias of Cyberpunk to get pushed aside. And now I get to start thinking about every other great game that's come out this year, which there's been a lot. So it's going to be exciting. Yeah. Um, and obviously you guys can handle it however you want. Uh, so anyway, we're talking about Ghost of Tsushima, though. You guys are in a similar area in the story. You're enjoying it. You're enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. It's very cinematic. I love the way it looks. Um, I really like the the combat. I like the stealth a lot in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, I've been trying to place it for a while on like what the stealth is because it's not the best stealth I've ever played, but it's not it's not bad either. But it reminds me of uh, Splinter Cell Conviction. I kind of brought, brought that up before when it comes to the multiplayer. I've been playing a shitload of the multiplayer lately as well. Um, and I just keep I just keep coming back to Splinter Cell. Splinter Cell. It feels like Splinter Cell. Like it's obviously you know ninja samurai stuff, but like core mechanics and and controls and gameplay. It has that smooth uh, run and gun stealth feel that Splinter Cell has. So uh, I really dig that. Um, so you, so you like the single player? What do you think about the multiplayer that's been added to the uh, game? I, I played a lot. I really I really like it. I, I wish that the group and the missions could be more than two people. Me too. Um, but that's just personal preference because I like playing with like you know I mean, I like playing games with like four people. I think that's generally good grouping for me. Um, but I can understand why it's it's more challenging this way. Uh, if you had four people, it would just be like a cakewalk with how this, the maps are laid out and the enemies are. Um, but it's fun and challenging because it's constantly adding different random modifiers to every mission that you're doing. So it's always different every time. The layout of the map is the same, but. You know, different enemies can appear, or enemies can have more health, or you know, all these different things just make it really interesting and unique. Yeah, they'll switch some stuff up every once in a while, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, there's Oni in this one, or like there's a jump puzzle in this one, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Or here, why don't you have armored units with Oni and they link? 
or ghosts. Yeah, fun. There's ghosts now in this level, and they're oh, fucking. Yeah. That one always throws me off because there's certain levels that when they introduce the ghosts, I'm like, okay, here's the ghosts. But then I'll play like one of the later missions, uh, co-op, and I'm running in. I'm expecting the enemies I'm normally used to, and then like some invisible guy runs up behind me. I'm like, ooh, and I fucking dodge real quick. But I'm like, oh shit, like I didn't know you were there. Um, I'm like, it's really quiet. Where the fuck are the enemies at? So yeah, it kind of throws you off sometimes. Uh, I really like that it has the two player. I kind of wish they had four player versions of all the missions as well that just changed. They already put the work in to make the two player missions kind of random every time you play them, which is great for replayability. Like the amount of gameplay I've gotten out of this fucking free multiplayer add-on is is crazy i i'm pretty sure if i was able to look it up i have more time put into the multiplayer than the single player at this point um i've been grinding the fuck out of it and i'll talk about that in a little bit but um so they've done a really good job with the replayability aspect of it and uh if they keep supporting it i could see myself still playing this um but it would be cool to have different variants i would like um the survival's fun i like the survival and i don't want them to do anything with it i don't want them to take it away or change it or think that's great but i would love a three or four player story variant as well because the raid came out and uh it's four player and it's more complicated mechanic wise than the two player missions and it's four player and it's really well done so uh yeah i'd like to see you know more bite-sized uh missions Mm -hmm. with four people because it works really well you know and they wouldn't even have to do it like where you're all like stuck together either they could um make it to where maybe you're in two groups of two, but in order for each group to progress, they have to hit certain checkpoints too and whatnot. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just a random thought. Yeah. It'd be kind of cool to split off in like a mission. Like maybe it's an assassination mission. Two people have to enter the back of like a castle and the other two have to go through the front and the two in the front are trying to like disable all the alarms and stuff. And the other people are trying to take out a target or being, uh, um, obnoxious so that the guards are coming out front instead of right. in the back or whatever so i don't know what i was looking for there but causing a distraction you can be obnoxious that's that's being distracting the yeah there's Tom, kids in Tom, stores all the time me. who are distracting me <laughs> by being obnoxious fair <laughs> yeah i haven't played a, a whole lot of the multiplayer i'm probably, probably the least out of the three of us you definitely have um I but, can confirm that easily. Um, the survival is okay. Um, I do like the point purchasing system in it. I, th- I do think that's a neat uh, part of it. And uh, being able to traverse the way you can in it is neat. But I kind of wish it was a little more than them just like running to the center of the circle and then like hanging out there. So um, it's definitely an okay mode. I don't like hate it. And like you, I don't want to take it out or anything, but if I have my choice, it's like the last thing I want to do. Everyone I've talked to with the game, we, everybody like starts playing, like I want to play with everybody. And everybody's like, yeah, playing with people's fun. And like four people will play and everybody's like, yeah, survival's fun. Everybody's loving it. And then someone gets a taste of like the missions and they're like, do we have to have the other two with us? Let's just, <laughs> can we just play the missions? I'm like, well, they want to play too. Yeah. I'm like, ah, fine. I guess we'll play survival. And that's like everybody's opinion. And it's like, fuck, I want to play the missions. They're way better. Yeah, and and the missions are a lot of fun for sure. And especially silver and gold where they start adding those modifiers. Mm-hmm. So. I had one gold mission where I had ghosts and bears and the fucking fire demons. It was, it was hell. It was fucking hell. Ghost bears suck. Oh my god, it was terrifying. Because they're pretty invisible. I just get this red indicator off of them behind me. Like, oh shit. Got a roll. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah, it's rough. Um, yeah, what else are you playing? Uh, I have been playing a, a chunk of Monster Hunter again. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of going through that, trying to get to end game, kind of slowly taking my own pace at it, playing, learning to play with the longsword finally, because uh, I've always had this gripe in my head of like, well, everybody plays the longsword. I want to be some vari- variety to the group. You know, I don't want everybody just, you know, katana in their way across I the map. I haven't played a whole lot of longsword either, just because, yeah, a lot of people play it. I'm like, well, well we don't need that many of the same it is thing. the most played weapon online. Yeah, I believe it. I, a lot of people I talk to are like, oh, I play longsword. I'm like, oh, okay. But I can see why. The, the, the flow of it and the mechanics of it are really in, intriguing, like the combos and the counters and the parries and stuff like that. It's really fun. Well, I mean, Ice Time really made that a thing for sure. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I actually uh, used to play a lot of that. I uh, I find myself more so liking the hunting horn and hammer most of the time, though. So The bonky boys. Yeah. The bonky boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I played a bit of Overwatch, and uh, I think I had the best game of my entire life the other day. God damn! It, it was something. I don't know. I don't know. I was doing really well for myself, not to be like boasting or anything, but personally, it was my best game that I've ever had. So that was fun. Uh, they just had their Halloween event, which is over now, but they had some really cool skins. Uh, there was a lot of there was Oni. Or for uh, Genji and Hanzo, they had Tengu skins, which were really cool looking. One of them was like the more bird-esque Tengu, and the other one was more of like the traditional like long nose red Tengu. It's really cool. Have they announced when Overwatch 2 is coming out yet? Not that I know of. I haven't heard anything about it personally. I would say they kind of like confirmed that was real and then just shut the fuck up about it. Was that the same yeah. BlizzCon they were trying to make everyone happy though? I think it was 2019 when they announced it. Yeah, I think it was the same one as when Diablo 4 was yeah, yeah, announced. Okay. Mm. I thought. And that was after the Don't You Guess Have Phone shit. A year <laughs> yeah. later. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I think it, I think it was the BlizzCon where they're like, okay, so they can't like, do what we did last year. They probably year. rushed the announcement just yeah. to fucking make up for it, yeah. And then uh, the raid group kind of had a, a hiccup for Final Fantasy 14, so it's kind of on hiatus at the moment uh but still on the house hunt always hunting for a new house with a free company um and then i've been playing wow world of warcraft here and there just getting ready for the uh the new invasion event to happen next week invasion event yeah so it's it's something to do usually before the new expansions come out this kind of like storytelling like pre-event happens uh, and so, like, there's going to be, like, zombies attacking the cities and stuff like that. And so, like, if you're in the main city, you get attacked, you get turned into a zombie. It's a whole little, like, mini-story thing. Uh, trying to guide everybody into the new expansion. Interesting. You excited? Sure. <laughs> I, I've been through so many of these pre-expansion things. It's kind of like, okay, here we go. Another one. I will say... Uh... Even with it, because I've been spending a lot of time on on Twitch in the Final Fantasy um, category, and mm-hmm. um, even within that category, there's a lot of people who are playing both right now because mm-hmm. of the amount of hype there is for the WoW expansion right now. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy to see all that because mm-hmm. the last one, 
people who are upset with it remember it differently. But in my personal experience as someone who's not into WoW that much, I remember in the last expansion, a lot of people were like, like, oh, they fucked us, but this one's looking pretty good. This is looking promising. I, it's gonna be, I think it's going to be really good. And then they all like just disappeared as soon as it released, and they're gone for like two weeks. It's just silence. I didn't hear from anybody. I'm like, where'd they all go? It must be great. And then one of them just kind of like comes back, just not talking about it. And I'm like, so how's that WoW expansion? Like, well, it's fucking garbage. Of course it is. We all knew it would be. And I'm like, what? <laughs> the fuck just happened so I, I you know the the atmosphere feels different this yeah, time around it, it feels less like oh, I you know I, I hope it's good everybody's like it looks really cool they're doing a lot of cool stuff and I'm like okay you sound a little more confident about this and you also sound like uh, Blizzard's actually actually doing something you want as opposed to doing something that you're like oh why the fuck are they doing this and let's find out if it's good so. Yeah, from my understanding, the community is really responsive to this because Blizzard has been kind of listening to what they have said about what they want out of the game. And they brought back a lot of old skills to the characters and the whole new uh, character updates. Um, and, and then pushing back the expansion even was in direct response to people complaining that like, this system wasn't working properly, from my understanding. How far back was the pushback? Wasn't like Maybe a month that... or so. Yeah, but it wasn't that much. Yeah, initially no. they didn't. They, they pushed it back, but it didn't have a date. So, yeah, see, there's there's just this growing number of games that are going to come out in December that are all leaving December and coming out in January because of Cyberpunk. <laughs> well, okay, so this is actually kind of fun. I th- for the last like six seven weeks I've been looking for a graphics card, right? And w- the main source I've been using to to do that is uh, on on Twitch. There are people running uh, a scanning bot to to check when they go on sale. And while everyone's waiting, everyone's in there just like, come on, man, I just need a card for Cyberpunk. I just need a card for Cyberpunk. I just need a card. It was like continuous. I was like, well, Jesus Christ. Okay, I'm not the only one, apparently. So, um, Yeah, it's just funny, though, because like when it first got delayed uh, into this month, there's like some big AAA games. And I was like, I wonder if they're going to budge. But I'm also like, they're, these are big AAA games. Like, they're still going to get their sales. Um but I've been noticing, like, in December, it's, like, a fucking bunch of rats leaving a sinking ship. Because, like, it's all these, like... And it's, I almost feel bad because a lot of them are, like, smaller games. They're, like... Like, on Twitter, it's always, like, well, blah, blah, blah. It's left December because of Cyberpunk now. And they're all they're all <laughs> moving over to January. They're literally leaving just because Cyberpunk's coming out. And their sales are going to get hit. Because when Cyberpunk drops... Everyone's going to play it. They're all going to be playing it. <laughs> and even if they had all the intentions in the world of playing those smaller games... The hype on Cyberpunk so big, and the game's going to be such an investment that you're going to lose out on sales. People might forget about your game. Um, so it's just funny to see all these people go like, yeah, let's leave December. <laughs> December's just going to be Cyberpunk Christmas. Like, everybody else needs to get the fuck out. Um, which just sucks, because this whole year, people are just like... It's like Cyberpunk's in the sky falling. Everybody's just like looking up going like, oh, fuck, where's it going to land? Where's it going to land? Like, just kind of dancing around like, oh, shit, shit, shit. December is Cyberpunk for me, and then the Final Fantasy 5.4 patch is coming out in December. That's December. <laughs> yeah. Be a good way to end the year. This fucking year. Um, Wow. Anything else to say? Wow. No. No, yeah, nothing else crazy to report. All right. Uh, let's see. What do I have been playing? I played Hollow Knight. We're going to talk about that. I, I jumped the fuck in. I played Hollow Knight already. I played Shadow of War already. I also played Hollow Knight. I played 
This is a no way my opinion. Doesn't lead to anything. Come back at the end of the month. We'll talk about it. I played Shadow of War. And in 10 minutes, I jumped the fuck out of it and started playing Ghost of Tsushima. Because I started sneaking around in, in Shadow of War. And I was like, why am I not, why am I not playing Ghost of Tsushima? And I, the wrong itch. The wrong itch. Yeah. I was like, this isn't Ghost of Tsushima. And I just left it. So I'll, I'll play and give it, a, a, a you know, obviously a fair uh, play. But, um, but yeah, I did not play that too long. But Hollow Knight, I played for, I think, like two hours so far. Um, and we'll talk about that. Um, played Ghost of Tsushima Legends. Um, we already talked about that a bit, but I've been trying to get through the single player. Um, I have stopped doing side quests because the game has a new game plus mode. So I figure if I beat the game and I feel like I didn't get fulfilled with all the cool stuff on the side, I can start a new game plus and I can do all that after. But because the end of the year is coming up so quickly, I want to try and beat the fucking game. So I've just been doing the pretty much the main missions and whatever is kind of on that path specifically. I'm not going out of my way to go knock out everything on the map like I was before because I'm not making the progress that I'd like to. So, um, and everybody knows me and my gaming habits every week is a whole new fucking party when it comes to what i'm playing so like um you know that ghost tsushima it has been consistently in my sights i need to utilize this time while i'm playing it because i could fucking jump and play something else any second so um yeah i've been trying to utilize that uh multiplayer i've been playing mostly um in like the week that the game had come out i got to uh, gear level 100 pretty quickly as I saw Chris did as well um, after that though it becomes more of a grind to get to 110 uh, a couple days ago more than a couple days ago it's been a while now um, I hit 110 with my assassin uh, at this point I am just taking all my 110 gear that I have specifically for my assassin my stealth charm um, my uh, stone stance blade um, although I have a level 105 of all the blades now um the swords uh and a couple other things um i use the the dirt throw move and uh of course the smoke bomb um and i have those all at 110 but i'm just re-rolling them until i get mostly all the stats i want because in the um legends mode when you uh re-roll your gear you can re-roll all the stats which costs the most amount of resources or you can re-roll a specific stat but when you do that you can only re-roll that stat again and no other stats so you have to pick a specific stat you're willing to re-roll after that though you can do it infinitely but you can't do the other ones so i'm trying to re-roll the whole thing which costs a lot and once i get mostly all the things i want and there's one that's kind of the weaker element i start re-rolling that so i've been kind of trying to fine-tune my assassin uh, to up his stealth, which I keep forgetting how spoiled I am with the stealth of my assassin and my stats because um, I just kind of run around ganking people over the place. And then I play like my Ronin recently and I'm like 30 feet out and the enemy starts spotting me. I'm like, what the fuck? Because with my assassin, I like <laughs> run to their left and there's like, and they don't even see me. I'm like, Whew, and I just fucking take them out. So, um, yeah, there's, there's a huge difference. Uh, so, yeah, I'm trying to up my stealth as high as I can, my stealth uh, attack damage I want to, to put up high because there's two moves for the assassin. One uh, is like a super crit. You have to hit a different button for it. So when you sneak up behind someone, you hit square to assassinate them. Um, if they're too strong, you'll just do a lot of damage to them, and then you have to fight them. But then you, there's a move you can have that I don't have on right now that gives you a super crit, which gives you double damage. So you can knock knock down most people um but uh it takes one of your um 
or two of your uh, resolve. The, resolve, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes two resolve to do, so you can't just do it all the time. One or two resolve, I don't know. But it takes it takes a resource to uh, to do the move, and I kind of didn't like that it was inconsistent. Of course, I could keep building my resolve, but I want to just be able to run and gun and kill people as quick as possible. So the other stealth perk that there is, it just gives you um, 30% um, more attack damage to your uh, stealth attacks. So it's not double, but it is more. So I'm using that one uh, accompanied by um, fast stealth attacks. So I don't grab them and slit their throat. I just go and just kind of stab them inside the, the head and drop them quickly. Um, and so I'm trying to get my attack damage on that higher so that I can drop more and more people or do a shitload of damage to someone. So when I do have to fight them, there's not much to do left. Um, so yeah, stealth and damage when I attack people, cause I pretty much run up behind people and just take them out as quick as possible. Uh, and then I have multiple ways to go right back into stealth as soon as I go into combat. So most of the time I can take out like, fuck like eight people without actually engaging them. Um, which is great. Uh, and then I have a legendary, um, bow or blow gun, um, which shoots darts, but has a 20% chance per dart to instantly kill anything. that's on Oni, which is great. So from a distance, I just go two, two, two. And then the guy drops or sometimes whenever it's the first shot, I'm like, yes, I just go two, and they drop. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. But then sometimes I'll use all my shots and the guy's still walking. I'm like, where's the 20% at dude? Where is it? It's very, very Fucking rare. Nice very rare that happens but when it happens i'm like well god damn it he's just like super poisoned and puking everywhere i'm like ah, let's go kill him <laughs> um it's annoying though because sometimes i'll pull out my uh my fucking dart gun and i go and i hit the guy and he's not dead and i shoot him a second time he's not dead and i'm getting ready to shoot him a third time and whoever i'm playing some rando i'm playing with some like some rando or whatever he like sees me shooting the blow dart gun and he doesn't know that i'm trying to just kill the guy instantly to remain stealth and he's like I have a great idea. And they pull out their bow and they're like, and they shoot the guy like in his ankle. And the guy's like, what the fuck? And everybody goes nuts. And I'm like, God damn it, dude. Um, oh, I know all about other people using their bow. Yeah. Hey. Half the time when someone pulls their bow out, I'm like, put it away. You're going to make, you're going to make this real awkward. But then I get so annoyed on the assassin when you're using the blow dart gun with the, the mind control, the confusion darts. Yep. And you shoot the one and then everybody else just goes nuts. Like, don't, don't just let it, just let it ride out. Yeah. This, this, uh, this one guy I was playing with, um, I've been, I, I don't mean to be like elitist, but I, I've gotten to the point where like I'm, I'm, I love stealth games and I was like really good at Splinter Cell Conviction multiplayer well Splinter Cell in general uh Metal Gear Solid all kind of stuff and in this game I've gotten into rhythm where I'm like able to be very efficient and so um if someone wants to do their own thing I'll let them do their own thing but a lot of times they just like won't be right on my ass I'm like no 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 like let me let me do my thing I'm gonna fucking take these guys out really quick and we can get right through this real fast just let me do it um if you want to go kill stuff go do it just don't do it next to me. And sometimes people do it, and it's awesome. Um, sometimes they just go get murdered. And I'm like, if you want to be fucking Billy Badass, you need to be able to do it. If you can't do it, then then take it slower. Like, some people just run and start swinging at eight people. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Um, but I was playing this one person, and uh, right in the beginning, they're also an assassin. Um, I, like, run up behind a dude, and, and, like, I get ready to kill him. And half the time, I'll run up behind someone and just kind of wait. And I'll like look around for a while and then they'll go, Oh, okay. And then they run up to the other one next to me and they could line up and they kind of get it. And then we both try and assassinate him at the same time. This dude, as soon as I ran up, he's like ran up behind his guy and we both, both went boom and dropped our guys. Like he didn't have as good of uh damage as me. He, his guy had a sliver of health, 
But as soon as I killed my guy, he almost killed his guy. I jumped over. I sliced his dude down. And we both just took off in different directions. I'm like, okay, he's got his own thing. He's going to do. Like, that's cool. I fucking pull out my blow dart gun to use the hallucination darts to shoot one of the Onis. Because I just figure he can kill all the enemies for me and then take a bunch of damage. It'll be easier for me to kill. And as I'm doing that, the guy is over in the bushes with his blow dart gun. And he's shooting hallucination fucking darts. And, like, we both shoot a couple people. And I'm, like, looking at him. And he's just in the bushes watching. And I'm like... Okay, good. He gets it. He's do he's doing exactly what I do. This is great. We haven't even talked. And we're just both watching the Onis just fight everything and stuff like that. And then once they were done, we like both went in there and started killing people and shit. Um we were playing on Nightmare and uh which is hit or miss with Rando. Some people just are not ready for Nightmare yet. Anyway, we ended up um beating it and he instantly uh sent me a, a friend request and he's like, Wanna do it again? I'm like, sure. And as for, as funny, the first time he said anything, it was just all in Japanese. I'm like, uh oh, he doesn't speak English. I was like, I was like, I speak English. And he's like, oh okay, you want to do it again? I'm like, sure. And then we like played like six times in a row, uh, which is great. But the reason I can bring up the story is like this is one of the only times that's happened. So I like really appreciated it. I was like, this guy <laughs> knows what the fuck he's doing. This is dope. Like we were just fucking destroying together. Um, but yeah, a lot of times people are like on gold or nightmare and they're still kind of like not knowing what they're doing and stuff. I'm like, no, okay, just go over there, please. You don't have to be an expert. I don't expect you to fucking be awesome. But like, if you're not that great, um, just like, you know, take it slow and don't be right on my ass. Um, anyway, going back that off that whole fucking thing, I just, I just went on. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm got all my stuff to 110. I'm rerolling to try and fine tune my dude, my assassin for the raid. Um, and then I'm also fine tuning my Ronin right now. I have them at 107, trying to get them to 110 with different gear. I could just give them my assassin's gear, but I don't want them to be specced like my assassin. I'm trying to make my Ronin, um, you know, a healer. Um, the Ronin has uh, the Ronin has a uh, a move where they can res people from a distance, which is great. But then they have a perk that allows them to heal as well when they do that, which is awesome. Kind of a must, but I have two legendaries that I really want to use with my Ronin, and every class has a use two legendaries perk that you can activate. It's the last one you activate at 18, I believe. Um, so I've turned off the heal aspect of that ult, which kind of sucks because that's like a really crucial move, but I have two legendaries on, and one of my legendaries is the health cord, um, but when I use it, it heals around me as well. So I'll run by and do like a quick heal. And then I have my drop heal on the ground that I use for everybody. But then I also have uh, a legendary for, um, what is it called? The satchel, uh, bomb satchel or bomb fucking thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's, mm-hmm. it's for the Ronin um, where you can just it's throw like, you can just lob like fucking eight bombs. I yep. have that, but it's a legendary and every bomb has its splash damage is healing. So like somebody be in the middle of fighting, I'll just like throw bombs at the enemies while healing them. Or like if I'm getting surrounded by enemies, I just throw the bombs at my feet and do damage to everyone around me while healing myself. So I'm trying to give myself a lot of options and a lot of tools to uh, use um, with the Ronin when it comes to healing. And then, yeah, my, my samurai, I have everyone at 20 and above uh, when it comes to their rank, except for my hunter, I think they're 12 and my assassin's at like 50, I think. Um, yeah, it's it's a real... Once you hit 40, it's so fucking slow. Um, 
And uh, yeah, I'm just trying to make sure I'm raid ready. Um, I feel like when I first attempted the raid, I was. Um, but now I'm definitely more. I, I have way better gear. I'm, I'm pretty much set and ready to go. Uh, my impressions of the raid so far, I've only done the first chapter. Didn't complete it, but almost did, I'm pretty sure. It's really fucking good. They've done a really good job with it. It's four player. Uh, you and three other people uh, go from section to section in the raid. There's checkpoints because it's supposed to be difficult. Um, if you complete an area and you die in the next area, you restart from the new area's beginning. Um, there's jump puzzles where two people have to kind of coordinate pressing buttons while something's trying to kill them. A big orb that's floating. They got to move on and off the buttons while making the platforms appear in the air while people are jumping on those to cross an area that they can fall and die to. So like there's a lot of coordination involved. Um, there's parts where there's like a blood well where you have to go kill um, these enemies that fill up a meter of like up to 20 blood points or whatever. And they have to come back and put them into the blood well while other people are like defending the blood well from enemies. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on there. It's really fun. I'd like to beat the first chapter, the whole thing. There's three chapters to the raid, but um but yeah, I played it uh, with a couple people, and uh, it was really fun. And I really want to play it some more and beat it. Uh, so yeah, that's that's a lot of what's going on with me when it comes to Ghost Tsushima Legends. If you haven't played it yet and you own the game, you should definitely check it out. Um, yeah, two other games I kind of bought randomly, which is not that big of a surprise. One is Teardown, um, which was a game that Josh asked me about. He's like, hey, have you heard of Teardown? I'm like, what is that, like a new metal band? Like, what the fuck is that? Like, tear down, I take you out. I was like, what is that? And um, he's like, no, it's a, like a voxel-based game. Actually, he said, yup. And then he went, actually, it's a it's a voxel-based game where it's like, he said it was a heist game. And I looked it up and people said it was a heist game. I'm not sure what they really mean by that. But in the game, uh, you play like a character and you get put on missions where you have to use the destructibility of the voxels to do missions. So the first mission is demolish a house. And there's like, red barrels you can grab and throw at the house and explode there's a fucking tractor you can drive into the house and it's it's like i said voxel based but it's really fine voxels they're really small so like um if you take a hammer walk up to the wall and hit the wall with a hammer you'll put a pretty like proportionate hole in the wall and then you put another one in there and it's really really detailed to the destruction um josh equated it to uh, uh fuck um Oh, faction. Red Faction, thank you. Red Faction Gorilla, um, which that game was so ahead of its time. Um, the Destruction is really, really neat. I actually bought it because that alone. Uh, as soon as I read on what it was, I was like, yeah, I'll buy that. Fuck it. Like, And I started playing it. I like it. Um, the graphics are really good, surprisingly. Uh, I don't know if it has ray tracing or not, but like the lighting and the shadowing and stuff is really decent and it's like voxels. So it's like, it's really, it's got a really interesting look to it. I, I should probably stream the game. Last thing I want to say about that game though is uh, there's a sandbox mode and I went to this uh, parking lot sandbox and it's just a parking lot full of cars and I start driving every car and they all handle completely differently. They all drive fast. They all have like really good sliding physics, stuff like that. And I was like, why do these cars in this voxel-based fucking destruction game drive better than Need for Speed Payback? <laughs> watch that episode from last week. Yeah. Yeah, go watch that episode. Fucking, I was like, I, I don't know why I thought of Need for Speed Payback. I start, I was just playing this game. It wasn't even on my fucking mind. Yeah, I started driving a car. A car so. Yeah, and I'm, I'm just driving the car around. I'm like, these actually control it really well. I was like, I'll, I'll fucking throw another game under the bus. The crew, too. 
Like the the cars drive better in this fucking voxel game about destroying things. I was like, why they put a lot of work into these cars? Like that's kind of crazy. So uh, pretty cool. I would definitely recommend this game if you're somebody who's into um, weird, quirky games where you kind of fuck around with the systems in the game and and uh, see what the outcome is. Like uh, totally accurate battle simulator, Abs, yeah. weird games like that where you're games just like, dope. oh, it's just like kind of a sandbox. Like, whoa, what the fuck am I gonna do this time? You got to kind of have you know. You got to be open to like some kind of creative gameplay and not just like structured. Otherwise you probably wouldn't be into it, but uh, yeah, definitely check it out. And then the last game I played recently is a game that I bought on a whim because I saw it for a split second on Twitter. And I was like, I'll buy that uh, called kill squad, which is a four player roguelite. It's a kind of an RPG, kind of a roguelite. Um, I'm saying roguelite, not like um, just cause it borrows some elements from roguelikes. It is, like I said, one to four player. There's four classes. Um, each class is very distinct in the abilities that they have and the way they look. Um, there's outfits you can unlock and purchase in the game with in-game um, currency. Uh, there's gear, weapons, the weapons upgrade. Kind of similar to Second Extinction and a lot of other games where you have to go get resources to upgrade the weapons, which I think is kind of a cool system. It's not just like pay for it. You have to go find the resources to upgrade. So kind of like crafting, but not kind of like crafting. Yeah, exactly. Um, And uh, yeah, you go on these random missions. uh, They're procedurally generated, but kind of like, you know, if you play the first mission, it's always going to be the same boss you have to go fight. But the level layout's going to be different, which is nice Um, because you definitely want to replay some of these levels because it's a roguelite and it wants you to die. So you have to attempt the the run again. But um, uh, yeah, you play with your friends. Me and Josh played. it kind of controls it's WSAD to move around, but it feels kind of like Diablo because it's top down. Um, and uh, there's a lot of like cool synergy. Like Josh had a move where like um, he activates this move where anyone in a circle around him and it follows him wherever he goes. There's just a circle does more damage. And when I was playing like a ranged character with guns, I wasn't really getting the benefit of that. But then I started playing this rogue character that I was able to like teleport around and attack uh, enemies. I was in that circle more often, but, uh, the roguelite element to the game is, um, your gear that you get has random properties and elements and stuff like that. And then you can upgrade it to, um, get, um, upgraded features to the weapon. But every time that you play a mission, you start at level one and then max levels level 10. And so every time you level twice, um, so at two, four, six, eight, um, you get a choice of like three moves every time. So uh, you have to keep deciding like what build you're going to do this time around. Almost mobile-like. Yeah, kind of. Um, so it's an interesting system. Um, I got to play around a little bit every time we ran um, to see like what kind of builds I liked. And uh, you know, commit to it because the next time you play, you got to do it again. Um, each character has like two ults you get to pick from. And uh, yeah, the, uh, the biggest problem... Um, the only reason I even heard about this game is because on Twitter somebody was talking about the newest update came out and it was really neat. And I was like, oh, what's that game? I bought it. But when I was looking through the reviews, people were like, this game is great. The only problem is no one's on online. Like if you don't have friends to play this game with, you're not going to play it. And the game's difficult. It's like not for one person. Um, I'm sure if you grind it enough, you'd be able to do it. But you can definitely tell it's made for like right. more people. Um, and uh, it's also... And nothing against fucking the Russians, but it's full of Russian people. Like everywhere we like looked in the chat, it was just Russian, 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 Russian. I'm like, even if you did play with people, you can't like communicate with these people. 
Unless they speak English, but in my experience playing with Russians a lot, they don't typically speak English. Um, so yeah, if you're playing this game and you don't really know any other people who are going to be picking the game up, uh, you're probably going to have a hard time. Like I always play with my room open and we never had anyone join. Ever. Um, so, because I'm not opposed to playing with randos, obviously, but uh, never happened. Never saw anybody. So, uh not a whole lot of people playing it. And I guess one of the reasons that is is because even though the dev that makes this game just put out a new update, I guess they're really slow to get updates out. And it's discouraged some people who have bought the game early. That makes sense. Yeah, which can make it break it, make or break a game. But uh, it's a perfect time for me to pick the game up because um, the update had just come out. And uh, I'm pretty open to that kind of stuff. I got plenty of games to play. So like, if the game slows down or I get too far into it, I'll find something to do for sure. So... But yeah, it's called Kill Squad. Look it up if you're interested in that. I would definitely recommend it, but I would coordinate buying this with friends um, just so you have someone to play it with. Um, and if me and you are fucking, uh, you know, cool, I, I'd be down to play it with you as well. I'm not going to put that invite out to everybody, but a lot of people I'm pretty open. Um, yeah, that's what I've been playing. Um, yeah, so I mean, I've, I've also been playing um, a little bit of Hollow wow. Knight. I'm not playing WoW. Uh, and won't. Um, <laughs> Damn. Um, I will not. Well, I'm not playing Blizzard <laughs> games at all. So yeah, it's, uh, fair. it's fair. Very fair. Yeah. So Hollow Knight, I played a little bit of. I can't really talk about it, obviously because we got to talk about it at the end of the month, and I need to play a little more, anyways. Is the night hollow? I would argue no. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I uh, I did play a little bit of Final Fantasy XIV, but I I have been kind of backing off because, uh, like you had brought up, it's getting towards the end of the year, and there's some stuff I really need to get done before we we do uh, that episode. So Last of Us Part Two, uh, that's not happening. <laughs> but um, I did play a little bit. I got my warrior to level fifty. Um, it's early level toolkit is really not that fun, but I know it gets better. So. Um, I am looking forward to that expanding a little bit. Um, Chris kind of brought it up. We're not really raiding right now. Uh, our raid lead um, f- is until an undetermined amount of time um, unavailable to play. So um, unless someone in the group wants to step up and be raid lead, um, we're pretty much done raiding right now. Um Sounds yeah. cool. Yeah. I mean, we could all still do like random like groups and stuff like that. But we don't have like a static anymore. So, um, and like I said, unless someone wants to like, you know, take that step up. So, um, Chris. I, don't have, I don't have the free time anymore to do that kind of stuff where I would do it myself. Um, Chris will do it. Yeah, I'm so excited. Stress is easy. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So I've also <laughs> been playing Ghost of Tsushima. Um, mostly the single player, uh, and I already kind of, I already talked about it earlier, but uh, I would probably be done with that game the amount of time I've put into it if I was just doing the storyline. But I can't not do the side quest because it's my favorite part of the game. So every time I see one, I go do it. Um, and then also, unlike I'm sure the two of you, when I need to get somewhere, I'm hoofing it on foot and not with my horse. <laughs> so 
takes me forever to get anywhere. That's why Chris Cobb's so fast. Yeah. Because he's actually using, he's actually jumping on the motorcycle. <laughs> he's not going on on a hitchhike. But, I mean, the one part I enjoy about running around in that world is there's so much, like, to look at that's been crafted so well that um, I get to just kind of take my time and look at the world. So uh, I've done that. There's been a couple, like, trails where I'm like, I'm not riding the horse here. Yeah. I just go for a walk. Yeah, I'm just blown away constantly by how, like, it's never the same looking. Never. I'll do that in, like, a really intricate and well-done Rockstar game, essentially, um, where the world's so detailed and, like, intricate that, like, I'm like, I'm going to go for a walk in this game and just kind of, like, take the fucking game in. Yeah. Because if you're in a car going, like, 500 miles per hour, you kind of miss a lot of shit. For sure. But yeah. uh, Or if you're in a jet flying into the side of a mountain and stuff like that, you're not really getting, <laughs> you know, all the work that they put into the game. Or even, like, The Witcher 3. Like, there's so much to the environment. So it's like, I want to, like, just kind of check this out and shit. So and that's one of those games that I like to do that as well. Yeah, yeah. No, and I get that for sure. Um, uh, the only other, like, big sandbox game I was, really, like, really into, uh, Sleeping Dogs, I... I spent a lot of time just kind of wandering around even though it's not a super detailed game i i had a lot of fun with that game so. i think it was pretty simple it just had a good like melee combat system yeah i really enjoyed it um it's so weird that you <laughs> dug that game because I, I liked it too but like you don't like those kind of games typically yeah i think that one's pretty good about like like hey you should do this thing and i'm like okay i'll go do the thing versus like <laughs> you know if i play grand theft auto it's like have fun pretty much <laughs> i'm like so I'm not doing anything in this game. All right. <laughs> um, don't get me wrong. They're super impressive. I just, I need guidance when I play a video game. I mean, you can go talk to Fat Tony and he'll be like, oh, we need you to go blow up these fucking cars down in the fucking, down the parking lot. Or, or you just unlocked that fucking rocket launcher and you're like, what kind of bullshit can I get into? And you go run down the street just fucking shooting it off and getting the cops pissed at you, which is what most people are doing. Yeah. Well, or like... You know, GTA 4, where, like, your, your fucking, was it your cousin won't stop calling you? Let's go bowling, Nico. Fuck cousin. off, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, anyways, yeah. Lots of Tsushima. I need to sit. I'm going to try to get through that game hopefully in the next week so I can finish, move on to, and finish Final Fantasy VII Remake as well. Mm. Uh, those are kind of my two, like, important. I need to beat those games. Um, after that, any free time I have, i got to see what else. Um Maybe I need to finish this year. There's a lot of games. Other than that, yeah, well, those, those, are, fucking those are kind of the two, two of the the bigger ones though that I wanted to make sure. I was kind of worried that uh, back. So, oh shit, I played Watch Dogs Legion. You did. Mm. It's I'm more in love with the idea than the game. I really like oh. the idea of the game. The world's super intricate. I love that you can walk up to literally any fucking character and recruit them. And they have quests you have to complete for them for them to get recruited. And they'll have their own shit. And if they get fucking, I think if in this, if you play normal, they, they don't die. They get arrested and then they come back eventually. But uh, gameplay-wise, though, it's like okay. Well, it's probably a good thing I didn't pick it up day one then because I was kind of banking on getting it with a video card. I didn't get the video card, and now they don't give that game away with it because it's out. Yeah, it's so. it's way better than the original game. I never played the second one, but I played the first game. I was super disappointed with it. I beat that game. Um, it's way better. It feels <coughs> like a full-on game. There's plenty of shit to do. Even when you're in the bar, you can play darts and stuff like that. So like they did think about the world and it existing and not just being this hollow fucking backdrop to hacking shit that didn't matter um but uh 
I'm still running to the issue when I play it. I'm like, I think I'd rather play something else gameplay wise. Like it's neat the whole time. I'm like, this is a neat idea. I really like what they did. I'm glad that they did it, but I don't like playing it as much as other games. So, but I got to play more. Yeah. The only reason I, I even brought that up is because we we're talking about yeah, you know, yeah. games we got to beat by the end of the year, and I mm. thought that might be one of those games. So now that I've played it, I'm like, this is not going to be my game of the year. Well, I mean, that's good to know, too. I actually was kind of thinking of holding off and, and picking it up on, on console at this point just because they uh, they move or they the way they sell it on PC, I'm just kind of not interested in. So, um, yeah, what else did I play? I bought um, a couple things on Steam recently. I bought... Um, a music pack for a game called Muse Dash. Muse Dash? Muse? I think it's called that. Anyways, it's a it's a beat game. Um, I don't really have a lot to say about it. It's fun. Uh, if you like games like DDR and stuff like that, or Taiko Drum Master, um, the base game's like $3. And then if you want all the songs, you pay another 30 So, uh, oh. But you get quite a few songs for the, the $3 price point. Um I picked up. Oh no, I forgot the other game. I can't remember, so I'm gonna skip it. Um, and then I picked up Hades, which I, I did play for a little bit. Um, I'm gonna really probably get a lot of shit for this one. I don't think the game's fun. I don't have any like complaint. Like I, I do think it's very impressive, like visually and like the voice stuff. But the, I mean, that company's kind of known for that the the narration and stuff. But when I play it, I'm not having fun, and so I uh, refunded it on Steam. So somebody has picked that as game of the month. So if it gets pulled, he might be playing that game again. Yeah, <laughs> which you know I'll honor. But uh, yeah, so far I I had to make that decision obviously because you play too much, they want you to refund it. So um, I just realized that um, there was no way I was going to invest time in the game. It just wasn't going to happen. So it wasn't worth my money at that point. Yeah. Did I play anything else this last week? I guess it's technically even two because we did the yep. game of the month and um, plus club episodes. I think that's pretty much it besides like mobile games. And I don't really want to get into that too much because there's not a lot to talk about when it comes to mobile gaming. So They're mobile. Yeah. I have not been playing a lot of Genshin lately, but that's just because when I play it, like... Sushima, um, I end up wandering around, and I don't need yeah. two games where I'm doing that right now. So um, I took a break from that as well. That's yeah. it. That's what I've been playing. All right. Anything else? Nothing. Uh, let us know in the comments. What did you guys? Uh, what, what games have you guys been playing recently? Anything you would recommend us? Anything you wouldn't recommend? Two SN games you're looking forward to playing. I am looking forward to playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. That comes out soon. Um, and PS5 comes out next week. So I'm very excited to try that I'm as well. more excited for Bug Snacks than I am for Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for them for different reasons. Um, but yeah, let us know everything you're uh, thinking about when it comes to games you're playing, games you're thinking about playing in the comments below. Uh, all right, so we have a video we're going to watch. We've got two videos to watch. Uh, speaking of the PS5, um, as you guys already know, Destruction All-Stars was supposed to be a launch title um, for the PS5. It got pushed back to February. It's going to be a game on PlayStation Plus, uh, so you'll get that if you have a PS5 and PlayStation Plus uh, for free, which is great. Uh, this is a game that I actually had pre-ordered in my bundle. Apparently, 
they're just not going to charge people for it and they're not going to send it with it, but they're going to send everything else. So that's good to hear. Um, but anyway, uh, a video has come out kind of showing off what this game is going to be like um, and what to expect from it. So we're going to watch it, see if we can get some hype from it. Um, because everybody I talk to, including myself, when I talk to myself, um, pretty much has the same opinion when it comes to this game. They go, you just drive cars and you can run around like... Um, there's no hype for it. People are just kind of like curious about it. So I figured we can watch this and maybe see if there's something we're missing. I think it looks fun enough, but I feel like yeah. pushing it back for February yeah. uh, for PlayStation Plus is a smarter move because now people who first off were never going to buy it uh, will now play it. At the same time, everybody else is playing it. It's the perfect time that if the game is you know better than people expected, people who weren't going to play it, maybe people who were kind of on the fence about it, are all going to play at the same time, you can kind of cultivate a community. For sure. Um, so it's smart yeah. to do that way. But um, do it that way. Um, but yeah, we're going to watch this video and uh, talk about it. Uh, anything you guys want to talk about? or th- what's, What are your thoughts on the game? I mean, like... From what you've seen so far. When we uh, reacted to it the first time, I, I mean, I kind of was pleasantly surprised but I wasn't like blown away. I just like it looked interesting enough to where I was like, oh, I kind of want to try that. And that was yeah. as far as it went. I haven't heard anything since, so that's still where I kind of stand with it. I remember nothing about this game. <laughs> uh, it's a car game. It's destruction derby type shit, and Except you can, you can get out of your car. You can get out of your car and steal other people's cars. But like, if you just tell me that on paper, I'm just like, okay, with yeah. what? With what? How's that work? Is what's yeah. the interesting factor of that? Weird. Yeah. Well, we're gonna watch it, and maybe we can get ideas of uh, what we think of it. Because yeah, I'm kind of on the same page. I'm like, yeah, I'll play it, but I'm not excited for it. But I would definitely. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was definitely gonna play it already. So, uh, yeah. You uh, got your video ready? Yes. All right. Uh, three, two, one, and go. to Destruction All-Stars. I'm Aaron James. And I'm Mia Chen. For tonight's main event, let's recap the action from last week when Lupita delivered an absolute masterclass. She immediately acquires a fast vehicle. Uh, Genesis oh, enters fights. Hits the slam. Oh, wreck. Perfect timing for maximum devastation. This performance has earned his special ability breaker and a new ride with invisibility. And Lupita is not Shiny looking. Yeah, Absolutely, and her vehicle showing it's built for speed, not taking down. She's been wrecked, so now on foot. This is gonna test her. Lupita, charged now, ignites her breaker. A killer move. Looks like Shift is hungry for more, but the gravity defying evade comes at the last second. Fantastic. It's, I do think it's interesting that you get to be a character. Right yeah. Didn't need a right to read, and she's ready to take this bull by the ball. Lupita's back in the saddle, a textbook takeover. Enough wrecks in her way. She calls in wildfire. Oh, yeah, and it's all over now. At the perfect moment, she deploys her vehicle breaker to bring the heat. Lupita blazes her way through the competition, lighting up the arena. That was a night to remember and one for the wolf pack. But can she find the win this season? No kind of gives me a Rocket League vibe. With more personality, I guess. A little bit of burnout. Yeah. Right here on Destruction All Stars. 
PlayStation exclusive. PlayStation. PlayStation. I sound like a French person. All right, what do we think? Uh oh. It's an interesting concept, but I find it really weird having the racers run around the track at virtually the same speed as the cars doing crazy stunts around them. Yeah. Like, I get it. It's a video game. They're not, they don't have to be realistic, but it just feels very odd. Like, if I can wreck the cars by lighting myself on fire and leaving a track, why would I get in a car then? That's what I'm curious about. And they, do, they didn't do a good job in that trailer of, like, really explaining why you are running around the first place kind of it just seems like a thing you can do you know i'm looking mm. at the the cars crashing into each other and the, sh- the destruction actually looks pretty decent yeah it does mm-hmm. and i kind of like um that there's like a layout to the map where you can like run around and run on walls and stuff like that but at the same time the appeal of getting out of your vehicle maybe you'll have different moves to use or something like that but like it's probably the weakest part of the game, which is kind of sad because it's the one thing that kind of differentiates itself from like a destruction derby game. That's just sci-fi looking. I feel like the way they're going to keep track of points though, is going to be uh, when you're in a vehicle, not when you're out of your vehicle. Gotcha. Um, so the being out is just, you know, so you can survive without getting hit by a car. You have to have some sort of defense. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. to get another vehicle, whether that is, she summoned one at one point or she took one. So it's just kind of showing that. I don't know if that's how it works. It just seems like that'd be one way to make that make more sense. Um, that even if you can fight outside, maybe you either don't score points away or maybe because the, maybe there's a penalty for um, like you get hit uh when you're not in a vehicle and maybe you have like a long respawn time or something like that. Well, I mean, it it could also be like your car gets totaled, but you can still, you're still contributing to the team, but not scoring points. Yeah. And I, this could all just be BS. Maybe everything just is equal. So who knows? But yeah, I can, I can absolutely say with all the confidence in the world that none of us are experts on this game. No, (laughs) purely speculation. Chris Chris didn't even know what the fuck it was really. And I think he's going to (laughs) forget as soon as we stop talking about it. Um, Probably. I also think it's perfectly at home as a PlayStation Plus game, though. Oh, definitely, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, oh, this yeah. is going to be a $70 game, which is sounds high, but that's going to be like the standard for AAA games uh, at some point or another, whether you like it or not. That's just where it's going. But um, uh, And I'm looking at this, and it, it that, I don't think that game... Uh, you you could lower the graphics and get to run on uh, you know PS4 or whatever, but like what it looks like, what we're seeing... That looks like a next-gen game. It looks like an early next-gen game. It looks like a next-gen Definitely. game. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, they could get away with their price point, but I think it's way smarter to release that on PlayStation Plus because gameplay-wise, what you're going to be doing in the game, um, you know, it, it it looks like it's at home at PlayStation Plus and not as a $70 game. Like, that's that's quite the steep price that you're going to try and initiate people into wanting to pay for uh, with a game that is not going to get people excited. So it's not the right game to be like, hey, you know how we're going to start charging you 70 bucks? Well, give us 70 bucks for this game. People are like, not that game. Yeah. And hopefully yeah. it has a lot of unlockables. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I hope that as well. Because when I was looking, I was like, you know, it looks like it'd be fun for a couple couple minutes or whatever. But, like, what's the longevity of that for game? For sure. It looks like a game that they're going to introduce seasons to where you buy into it. So yeah. even more of a reason not to make it a $70 game right off the bat. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I think they made the right decision with uh, putting it on PlayStation Plus. It just seems like that kind of game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <coughs> oh, fuck. Um, but yeah, I uh, 
I, I think it looks like it's going to be fun. Um, I was going to originally have this with the bundle, not, you know, out of choice, but really I feel like I'm going to try and pick up any game that's next gen just to try it out. So I would have probably bought it anyway, but, um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's cool. The trailer itself didn't do much for me. It just kind of showed me more of what I kind of expected already, um, without mm-hmm. explaining, you know, I think they would have benefited better if they had a video come out where they got to explain what the fuck's happening. Play by play fucking, you know, this is what this team member's doing. And, you know, to score points, you got to do this. And no, their car got destroyed there. That's what they're running on the wall now. And this is beneficial because blah, 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 blah. I think that would have been a better, uh, video than this. Or maybe you just play until your avatar gets hit yeah that's what i was wondering maybe when you're running around because it shows them jumping over cars yeah maybe mm-hmm. you're trying to dodge cars trying to hit you until you can get another car yeah um but yeah it uh it, it looks fun just uh the trailer didn't do what it sh- what it needs to do but For sure. i look forward Jump. to trying it yeah i agree with that i i think i think it has all the potential to be just a fun game for the sake of fun so yeah Anything else, Chris? You very excited? Are you going to go out on launch day and rob somebody of their PS5 for this game coming out in February? He's got two months to rob people. He's got some time to plan a heist. <laughs> Listen, some of y'all are complaining about not getting it on launch day. You can send it to me. I am the complaints department. I will fix your PS5 for any reason. Just send it to me. Yeah. Yeah, if you're if you're getting your your PS5 a little late, it's gonna be you know old and not that great. Must you need be. a brand new, fresh yeah. PS5. So if you get one of those older PS5s, you get it a little bit late, just send it to Chris. He'll take it. Yep, I'll dispose of it properly. Yeah, he's the scrap boy <laughs> when it comes to PS5s. Uh, anything else? No. <laughs> All right, let us know in the comments what do you guys think. Honest opinions on Destruction All Stars. I want to hear what you have to say. Positive, negative, maybe somewhere in between. Uh, because this game's kind of, it's not an anomaly, but it is uh, one of those games that, it, it, is it actually getting, is there hype out there for this game? Or is anybody excited for it? And if you are, why are you excited for it? Uh, are you open to it? Or are you one of those people, I've, I've talked to people like this, where like, well, they want fucking $70 for that game? I ain't fucking playing that shit. Um, so yeah, there's a whole whole uh, spectrum of, of people when it comes to this game. So what are your opinions? We think, uh, you know, is the most interesting looking aspect of the game. I think the car driving aspect looks more interesting than the running around aspect, but destruction. I haven't played it. So I don't know, you know, how it feels doing both. Um, and yeah, let us know everything you're thinking about in the comments below when it comes to destruction, all stars. Uh, yeah. So the next thing we're going to watch is uh, a little bit of Warframe, which we haven't, uh, watched anything on in a while, which is kind of cool. This is a little brief, uh, but we are going to watch the next gen reveal trailer for PS five. When it comes to Warframe, uh, they came out recently and said that, uh, this game is carrying over to PS five. Um, I believe all of your, um, account information is coming on over to PS five as well. But with that, the uh, graphics are being enhanced and load times are being enhanced as well. So you're going to get an experience probably on par or close to on par with the PC, which is great because uh, my time investment and my money investment on PS4 outweighs my uh, want to start from the beginning again on PC. So um, this, uh, I haven't watched this yet, but the prospect of this has me really excited um, because Warframe is a really nice looking game. It's a really flashy looking game and they are constantly, constantly fucking updating it visually. I mean, like they're never, they're never settled. 
the graphics are always getting better and changing like more than any game i've ever seen game is infinitely in beta <laughs> yeah it's crazy so um that uh that you know they thought about um i, th- I think it's going to utilize um the dual sense as well which is cool to hear it is cool to hear it's also kind of because that'll give you experience that pc can't well it also makes sense because until support de was one of the only companies to utilize the touchpad on the ps4 as well yep which so, I, I loved yeah. yeah that and ghost tsushima yeah yep it's weird yep. um so yeah this video is only a minute and a half but we're gonna see what they're bringing to the ps5 in terms of uh graphics and uh load time stuff like that um anything you guys have uh thoughts wise when it comes to this uh, not specifically for Warframe, but um, I would say be prepared to see a lot more announcements uh, of this nature. Um, this is really exciting for a lot of console people because the the current infrastructure for games on PC and the power of the consoles coming out, a lot of these games are just going to look like the PC versions for a while yep. mm-hmm. um, until the PC versions make a jump here in the next couple of years. But like right now, Everyone's going to be kind of in the same spot. And it's, going to, it's really cool. Also, um, I'm actually yeah. looking forward to see um, who else jumps on board, hopefully sooner than later. When these consoles have, built, have been built from the ground up to be their own experiences. And the two things are the one thing that both consoles are really thinking about the most is load times mm-hmm. um, and what they can do with that. Not just for like great. how quickly you can load into this area, but you can plan the way you're developing your game gameplay wise around those mm-hmm. parameters. Um, I keep hearing all these games coming over to PS5 um, and Xbox with like, it's gonna run at 60 frames per second at all times and the load times are like almost not gonna exist. They're even saying a lot of the games that are brand new coming out for PS5 are almost not gonna have load times at all, which is crazy. Um, it, yeah, that really shows how much like, it wasn't like the power of the the system that was inhibiting that. It was literally the read write speeds. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, this is going to benefit benefit from that. You're going to see a lot more other games coming out benefiting from that, um, and it's cool to kind of see that retroactive development because um, it's so much easier now than ever um, to just like carry over everything from the last console. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, finally, cool. yeah. And uh, oh, my whole point though was um, that they might be able to give you experiences that you're not having on PC just because. Uh, the game might be developed and worked around for that specific console with the specific speeds of, uh, you know, reading. Everybody's got different PCs, mm-hmm. but the PS5, mm-hmm. when you buy it, or the Xbox, you got the same Xbox everybody else got, so they can make it specific to that that experience with the DualSense, that experience. Right. Um, so it's uh, it's it's pretty exciting to uh, see these PC experiences coming to console in a way that possibly could be different than PC. At least for the time being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until like you know, DualSense works with uh, PC. You're only gonna be able to have that experience on PS5. Well, and as more and more people get like the M.2 SSDs in their computers and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> which is such a weird thing that the consoles are ahead on that. Yeah. Um, it's funny because somebody tried to use the DualSense on an Xbox and it didn't work, but they got to work on a fucking Switch. <laughs> huh. That's random huh. it is really random but then <laughs> here's the funny thing i read that and I'm like that's crazy i went in the comments and this guy's like fucking all controllers work on switch and i'm like dude do they i've never checked that guy said it like everyone's an idiot like dude they all work on there i'm like this is a brand new console why are you acting like fucking this is like not <laughs> interesting what, are you trying to be a gatekeeper or what it, pretty much that guy's like Pfft. 
already tried a Sega Genesis controller. You're going to try and tell me this is fucking cool? I'm like, well, I, you know, I obsess about this. And so because I do, I just assume everyone else has the same interest level in this as I do. Doesn't everyone just try and use all controllers on the same console? No, no, no. almost nobody does. <laughs> Most people just use what the what the console came with. I never thought to plug in a fucking PS5 controller into a Switch or any controller, really, outside of the ones <laughs> that are made for it. So, um, Although the uh, Pro Controller for the Switch is USB-C, so is the PS5. So hmm. kind of makes sense. I think the new Xbox controller is as well. So I'm glad to see them pushing that tech because even PCs are everything needs to be USB. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I have fucking I think two USB C slots on my PC. I never I, use them. I have one on mine, and yeah, I have nothing that utilizes it. So. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Uh, any more thoughts? Wolfham, ready, Chris? <laughs> yeah. All right, three, two, one, go. They grow up so fast. So much more dynamic lighting. And just when you think you know them. Wow. Change. <laughs> yeah, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll say the movement's better too. A new generation is coming. Yeah, so you can kind of see the stutter on the PS4. Yeah. Unafraid. Although, yeah, the fucking wait to load into this world takes for fucking ever, man. They may change. Yeah, that's a huge difference. Everything. Yeah. Will you be among them? I mean, maybe. Seeing this update makes me want to play it. Completely unrelated note. I saw today Space Mom beat Stormblood. Yeah, I saw that too. She said we beat it. Like all the people watching her or something. She uh, she asked a lot of questions, so because uh, she's just trying to get through the gate. She busy busy woman. <laughs> so right, for someone woman. as busy as she is, she plays a lot of games. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. All right, what do we think? I, no, it's awesome. I uh, I'm I'm uh, excited that they jumped on this as soon as the consoles are coming out to provide this experience and um you know people who are playing warframe on console it's a big thing to look forward to you get first off the game you love to play is just going to look better but also like having that like what is that 400 my math could be wrong with 400 percent faster loading times like that's that's awesome like four times yeah um yeah other than that i mean i just it's warframe it's awesome um i'm out of touch with it so like i don't know like the state of the game at this point but um i'm always excited to see them continue to push the game Mm -hmm. and uh 
they have been one of the few like free to play companies that really like are outstanding about supporting console. So, yeah. Um, I, I'm going to talk about this thing I'm looking at. It's 20, 21 seconds into the video, but, um, if you look on the left side with the PS five, it's so much sharper and there's like a haze to the lighting and more dynamic lighting specifically on the tree and stuff like that and layers you look on the right side and i think the game looks fine on ps4 mm-hmm. but if you look at side by side like the lack of detail in the foliage on the tree and the muddiness of the ground which takes me back to like 64 days when all the textures just ran together yeah um mm-hmm. really really quite impressive to see the difference there it's it's a huge jump which is really cool uh, you kind of said that, but we kind of said it before we even started watching the video. This is pretty much bring it to the PC um, graphically, um, which is really fucking cool to see. Um, and yeah, I'm uh, I'm glad they're utilizing that uh, power to bring the graphics up, uh, bring the fidelity up, the uh, frame uh, or the FPS um, load times. I mean, that was a huge difference um, in this section. One took 10 seconds, and one took like 41 seconds. Um, which is crazy. Um, and I mean, uh, at this point, this will be definitely be my preferred way to play the game. Even the detail on his back is different, which is really fucking cool to see. Um, but yeah, I mean, it kind of speaks for itself. I don't really have much to add to it. It's, it looks really good. I'm really happy. Uh, this will mm-hmm. benefit me, which, you know, is extra good because I like when things benefit me. But because uh, <laughs> I play on PS4 and now I can play something closer to the PC experience with my, uh, you know, account. Um, so I'm very excited for that. Um, and the increase in load times is definitely a benefit. I mean, I haven't got my hands on the PS5 yet. Um and uh, so I haven't got to experience, I mean, in my PC, I get to experience fast load times, but um, on a console, um, it's it's going to be interesting to see what they do with that. With um, cable tech that doesn't exist. Yeah, so I mean, exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. So uh, just fucking next week. So crazy. Next Thursday, these things come out. The Xbox comes out, I think, two days before. Yeah. Which is crazy. So it's like crazy. That next, I, I'm saying crazy a lot, but next week. It's happening, so I'm fucking so stoked. Hopefully, I I have no reason to believe otherwise, but the year's fucked and weird. Uh, I'm hoping my shit shows up day of, because I I would love to do an unboxing and uh, maybe do a stream or something. Those and my card are next week, so going to be an expensive package receiving week. (laughs) Yup. Chris? I'm just glad that they're continuing support for warframe even on the new consoles like they got on that i think warframe is one of the best games free-to-play games that has ever been made yep and i'm glad they continue to support it and i want to see it on every console that will ever exist ever yeah yeah it's a game that i, I definitely want to see um carry forward as far as they can um you know we're going into a brand new console cycle so i'm not even thinking about new consoles but like it's it's a game that I could easily see because like MMOs, even though it's I would argue it's not an MMO, um, it's it's a games as a service always online game. Um, they can last forever, and specifically Warframe, they are always updating the graphics. They don't do the typical well, the game's been out for like twenty years. We better update the engine. Like they're like every couple months or like oh the lighting engine's been upgraded. Like they're always doing it in sections. Well, I would say that the moment uh, he saw the lighting in, I think it was. The Uncharted first, or something. It was The Last of Us the first oh. time. He saw the lighting. Mm-hmm. He's like, 
I want that. And they start working on it immediately. Yeah. And then, like, within, like, a couple uh, months or whatever, he was like, he's like, I don't want to show this yet because it's broken, but here it is, you know, type of thing. And, yeah, I, he's just really into, like, graphics, obviously. Which is great because yeah, so. it, it translates into how often this game is updated. Yeah. Um, in small chunks that, like, you're not waiting for, like, the big update to come out and change everything. It's, like, it's always kind of evolving. Though I, I have heard... The one complaint um, I, I should say that I have heard is that they do less of the small updates now, and it's yeah. a lot more of the big updates, which is jarring for people who've been playing since the beginning. Um, I'm kind of indifferent because that means uh, you can play something else while you wait for big updates. <laughs> yeah, but if you're like super into this, like we used to be, like yeah. you're always playing it, it, it would suck. It's like, you know, if you're playing Final Fantasy 14 and you weren't getting updates very often, it would kind of suck. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Though in that case, the game is designed. The philosophy is to go play something else, come back. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Very excited to uh, see what this game looks like on my PS5 that I hope I get on fucking launch day. Um. Anything else, you guys, want to say? I need higher refresh rate screens on both my PC and my TV at this point for this for new gaming because. Watching how silky smooth the gameplay is, uh, I'd like to experience it that way too. So, yeah, yeah, me too. Anything else, Chris? No, no. All right, let us know in the comments what you guys think about this next gen reveal for Warframe. Are you excited? Are you not excited? Uh, kind of weird if you're like, I'm not excited for that at all, unless you just don't play Warframe. That makes sense. But um, uh, yeah, are you excited to see games, uh, Warframe or other games? transfer from uh, prior consoles over to the new consoles, seeing those benefits of those load times, the graphic enhancements, um, you know, uh, bringing your saves over, stuff like that. Um, what do you think about the way this is looking? Uh, do you think it looks like it's worth the uh, um, the update, I guess? Um, does it look like a big difference to you? Does it not look like, like a big difference to you? Do you play on PC? Does this look close to that? And uh, Oh my god, I gotta sneeze again. Uh, let us know everything you're thinking about in the comments below <laughs> i think i'm i think i'm good um all right it's that time again <laughs> that was some suppression man dude that was rough i was like no in the middle of while i'm talking oh, so i've been having breathing problems this whole episode <laughs> yeah well my nose is all fucking stuffed up i don't know what's going on um yeah it's that time uh where we read you guys comments and we reply to it uh if you want your comment to be read on the show type in hashtag stlg on your comment and i will most likely read it otherwise i pick at random and just kind of go i used to do like five comments an episode but now i just kind of go through i'm like oh there's one oh there's there's one so it is very random Ooh, unless i see ask tlg on your comment which i will definitely read uh so yeah let's reflect on times past and read your comments so we did an episode of uh, Tasty Cast episode 128 uh, two weeks ago, uh, where we reacted to Scorn, which everybody was pretty much on the same page with that game, it seems. Um, I had one person kind of go like, hey, don't talk, don't shit on Scorn. And I'm like, eh, I'm not trying to. Um, but for the most part, people are like, eh, it looks okay. And uh, we talked about Ghost of Tsushima Legends. Is it any good? Two weeks later, we're fucking playing it still. So I think that kind of wraps that up. It's all right. Yeah, it's all right. Um, and we got a comment. Uh, from a name I'm dying to fucking read out loud. Uh, they typed hashtag STLG, so they are the first one read. Uh, this is from Flapjack Daddy Claps Dummy Thick Pancake Cheeks No Syrup. I feel like I just had a stroke. Um, 
Impressive. Like Chris's face. Um, He's having the stroke. Yeah. (laughs) I verbalized the stroke. Chris is having it physically. (laughs) I sent it to him via the internet, the power of the internet. Flapjack, daddy claps, dummy thick, pancake cheeks, no syrup says, might the legends free DLC, talking about Ghost of Shima legends. Uh, Let's include the future raid as well, which is now the current raid as well. Have the potential to be some of the best free DLC ever released on PS4 question mark. PS question mark. Console question mark. Gaming? You can't deny the quality of the base game coupled with the quality presumed quality of the free DLC that is and is to come. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima is my game of the year only to be dethroned by Cyberpunk. If that might happen, which we don't know yet because it just keeps going the fuck away. What do we think about this comment? Uh, hopefully you never have to tell someone like how to find you on YouTube. Cause do you want to address them by their name? That was a lot. No, I don't want to read that. You want to try that? Uh, no, but, uh, we'll just call you flapjack. Uh, <laughs> I'm like 100% sure that's Wade. Uh, he can still be flapjack. Um, <laughs> oh, flapjack Wade. Daddy claps, dummy thick, pancake cheeks, no syrup. I do. Um, I do agree that uh, at, for a free DLC, it is um, very, very good. Um, there's a lot of content there. Uh, it it kind of reminds me, though, way better executed. Um, how like Final Fantasy 15 did the the comrades stuff. Um, they just didn't execute. So. Uh, I really do enjoy it a lot. Uh, I I can't be as bold as to say the best DLC ever, uh, but it is very good. Uh, Free DLC added out of fucking nowhere. Yeah, it's very good for sure. Um, and you know, more companies should be doing this anyways. Um, it's a good way to add longevity to your game. It's so good. I don't even think companies should do this. I don't expect them to do it because mm. it's a lot of extra work. But yeah, they unless, did it. Unless it's, it's in your original game plan. And it's fucking all yeah, exactly. And so. this was in their game plan, For but sure. they didn't they didn't fucking announce this. Yeah. There's like, hey, you know what? I think people are gonna like this. Let's just do it. Well, it just gives you more, you know, samurai ninja action too, which is great. And you get to do it with your friends, which, you know, uh I know you at the very least love doing it with my friends. <laughs> are a huge proponent of, hey, I like this game. Let me play it with people. Yep. Um and then, yeah, I mean, anyone watching the channel knows Cyberpunk, unless somehow it's just not a good game, is going to be a hard one to compete what with. What if Cyberpunk comes out and it fucking sucks? Which I think is impossible. That, that, I literally that think will be that, a historic moment. I think that it's literally impossible that game will suck. I do too. Just I think there's a 100% chance that game does not suck. Yeah. I think there's, there, there's a chance of it being just okay, though. I'll give you a 99.99% chance. There's always a probability of something going awry. Always. Not here. But I think it has a 3% chance that it could be okay. Yeah. I'll give you that. I don't know. Yeah, they, they, they've put I think, way too much. Of, I like, think base minimum, it. Cyberpunk is going to be good. Yeah. I think that's the lowest it'll be. It's, it's a good game. I do occasionally find the random person on, on like Twitter or uh, in random, like, you know, a uh, comment section on YouTube or something. They're like, am I the only person who thinks Cyberpunk just looks okay? And I almost want to be like, yeah, you are. Yeah, there's three, there's three of you. That's why I said 3%. It could be okay because the 3% is accounting for the three people 
out there who think that because I've literally only seen three people say that. That's fine if you're one of those people. Oh, I do see I do see trolls on Twitter though. They go yeah, over over fucking game here, and then people just bitch out of them. And I'm like, I don't know if I believe you. I think you're just saying that to be you know contrarian, which is fine. I I definitely I mean, that, that's easy bait. I definitely oh dude yeah <laughs> one of the most hyped games ever. And you're like yeah it's over hyped fuck this game. Like well you can't even make a case that it's over hyped. You can't because everybody's hyped for it. So yeah. what's the over aspect? They're all hyped for it. It's already. I mean, people are upgrading their computers for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You're just not, you're not excited for it. That's great. You can do that. Um, yeah. No, this is, this is one of those games. Like, I mean, that's just what it is. That's man. scary thing though. Even like I said, base minimum, this game could be good, but that might not be enough for some people. Yeah. For me, it will be, but people were like expecting it to like fucking, create world peace which would be fucking so great right now It'd be so fucking nice <laughs> please cyberpunk make everyone get along don't put more pressure on their shoulders fucking i know they're they're watching this like Ugh, stop stop don't say this you know what the fuck we have to live up to right now um yeah. yes i do uh i'm just saying be nice be nice everybody got along um yeah it's not happening but uh but yeah even if this game comes out i'm like yeah that's pretty good some people be like that ain't good enough. I was expecting it to fucking be the best thing ever. Um, so, you know, that's that's worrying. But Yeah, if, if you can't temper your expectations, that's on you. So, Arc-tempered <clears throat> your expectations. Um, I mean, I, I watched him play it. And when I watched it, I was like, I'd play that game. So I got, I got not worried at all. We all got to watch them play it a little bit too. Yeah. I'm just saying like, <laughs> like when the, they were actually like playing through the level, not just like driving around yeah. doing a presentation um, at the base minimum. I was like, that's a game I would play. Yeah. Cause there are people out there I've, I've, I've heard go like fucking, Oh, I don't Do you think the gameplay is even going to be like that good? I'm like, well, I watched them play it. it. Yeah, it is. It's at the very base minimum. It's a fucking, it's a, you shoot things, you hit people. You, it's a game I would play, so I'm not worried. I'm going to say right now, too, if, if... We're not even answering. I'm not even fucking talking about his his comment. We're talking about Cyberpunk. Tangent, yeah. Um, He's like, best DLC ever? Well, Cyberpunk. Yeah. It's great. Shouldn't have put the word in your, your comment. Um, so, any of those... Anyone who has, like, that concern, um, if they also, at the same time, like, enjoyed, like, Mass Effect 1... Yeah, I don't think you have anything to worry about because that game, though very fun, the shooting is not good. No, so. that's fucking awful. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring things back real quick. Okay, okay. so flapjack, daddy claps, dummy thick, pancake cheeks, no syrup. Um, talking about <laughs> is this mayhaps the best free DLC ever on PS4, PlayStation? I don't know if you mean PlayStation Plus or just PlayStation console or gaming. I think there's a fucking pretty decent case to make that claim. The The best free DLC, there's a lot of great free DLCs like this, though. I don't know. There's not a whole lot of cases of that. Um, there's some games that come out with like free updates, which I would say is DLC, technically. Um that uh that will change the whole game yeah Yeah, the whole game's dlc it just keeps more (laughs) dlc so there it depends on what metrics we're talking about here but i think in what you're talking about i think specifically you know like a new add-on gets gets added to the game brand new free 
I think it's a really good chance. I was actually talking to somebody about like, and I don't know why this just popped in my head. It was like when I was playing fucking um, Teardown. I was like, this game's a better racing game than Need for Speed Payback. <laughs> Same thing happened when I was playing Ghost of Tsushima so much lately. I was like, this fucking add-on is better than Anthem. Oof. A whole game, a whole ass game came out called Anthem that everyone forgot about. I'm reminding you. Came out. And then recently they're like, we have invented a way of progressing and getting new moves. And people are like, skill trees? That's what you made? Good good for you. No, no, we invented that. Yeah, they made that. Um, so I, I hope I hope Anthem comes out and I hope it's fucking awesome and they make me just have to buy it. I'm, gonna, I'm being clear about that. But playing this, I'm like, dude, I'm getting fucking the amount of gameplay out of this that I'd get in like somebody can make a triple a full game like the division two or something like that and i played the fuck out of division two for sure but i'm playing this like i'd play one of those and it's just a fucking add-on to an awesome single player game yeah i mean it's it's a really good fucking add-on there's a lot of fucking longevity to it there's a lot of gameplay surprisingly to nine missions that have three parts a piece it's actually quite a bit of content three difficulties a piece and then an extended challenge mode for nightmare a three-part raid which took us fucking three hours to get through most of the first chapter uh obviously we're trying to figure everything out we didn't watch any videos to you know figure it out beforehand um but uh and then four survival maps that you know um have three different difficulties including the nightmare difficulty that's the fourth one challenge mode whatever a lot of shit to unlock i'm still unlocking a lot of stuff i mean there's a lot of content to this fucking thing so i think it's a really good really good case to be made i i would definitely unless someone brought up a game to remind me of it and i'm not using the generalization of like games that have just been updated constantly like warframe which i think is <laughs> technically could make that case what we're talking about here though left for dead in space too what it is I, today yeah it's i i was in the comments of that video we just watched i was scrolling down earlier and someone's like does some does anybody remember when this game used to just have like two maps and you just ran around and killed stuff. And some guy's like, yeah, you would just like fight Grenier on like a Corpus ship. And the guy's like, yeah. And they're like, yeah, I was there for that too. And I was like, that sounds almost sad. <laughs> <laughs> like these guys are all just kind of remembering the good days. Um, I'm very happy with the, with the, the, the DLC. And I do think you could easily put it in like the top five best DLCs added to a game for free. I, I think you could make that list and add it there. Mm-hmm. I would, at least, personally. Yeah. yeah Chris? I, I couldn't agree with the top five. Greatest ever. I, that's a pretty bold claim. That's, there's a lot of games and stuff to cover with that. but uh, And in future games, because ever would include now and the future. So. I think it means the ever in the, in, the, in the terms of up until the current time that we're experiencing now well, and the name the like that? No. no he means now and future i think he's too busy trying to keep syrup off his flapjacks <laughs> i think that's the priority for sure like if there's two <laughs> things he's worried about the fucking question he asked is second <laughs> to the fucking no syrup cheek shit that he's talking about <laughs> that fucking that fucking ridiculous name if that's not Wade, I'm pretty sure it is. If that's not Wade, I apologize. I'm not trying to fucking talk about the cheeks and the syrup and stuff like that. It's a great name. It's very creative. Um, it, it is a bold claim, but the reason I'm even going like, I think you got a case to be made with that, is nothing is jumping out at me right now to even make that top yeah. five list right now. I'm not like, well, but this game had fucking great free you know, DLC or whatever. I mean, Witcher three had 17 DLCs that came out for free. 
just to go, hey, thanks for buying the game. We love you guys so much. Mm-hmm. But those are 17 individual DLC, DLCs. Did any individual DLC from the 17 DLCs fucking, is it as good as this? I don't know. I don't think I'd make that claim. So, yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Mm-mm. Just one more time. Let's just throw out there. Flapjack, daddy claps, dummy thick, pancake, cheeks, no syrup. One week ago. Thanks for your comment. Uh, moving on, because we got five videos to go through. Um, we reacted to the Demon Souls gameplay trailer too, and what PS5 or 4 games won't work on your PS5. I went through a list uh, going through the 10 games that will for sure not work on your PS5. It's a very small list, although PT just got added to that. PT will not work no matter what on PS5. Um, I, I fucking hate that. I got PT on my PS4. Yeah. I've never deleted it because they're like, Konami sucks. But um, yeah, that won't run on there either. But that's not that's not really a game. Um, yeah, so we went through the list, talked about it. Uh, and uh, yeah, go check that out if you're interested. We had a comment from Awesome Skeleton that says, hopefully retail stores would have a massive restock of PlayStation 5 units before Black Friday. And if not, I don't mind waiting till next year, which I think is a very likely scenario. Um, Usually most new consoles have minor problems when it comes to internals or something because it always happens to newer consoles on the first wave of release. Thoughts? I read someone else said this today too, and I don't know if I agree that they always do. They don't always, but it happens. I mean, like, I, I replied to this comment, and uh, I brought up the 360s, the most infamous case, in my opinion, or one of them, with the Red Ring of Death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the early versions, and they released the Falcon ships. Um, but that wasn't even on release. It did happen on release, but that was a fucking thing that played that plagued the 360 for a long time. I think it's a little more common for consoles, uh, specifically in consoles, to have pro- problems happen like years in, and obviously they're not testing for years. So these well, the laser on the PS2 and that was died gonna, over time. That was going to be an example to bring uh-huh. up. The the PS2 would literally stop reading CDs and only read DVDs. Yep. Um, which was wild and really it was annoying. so annoying. We we got the PS2 the first week it came out, mm. and uh, so we had it for a while. And so uh, for reference, um, Grand Theft Auto Three came out, played fine on there. After a while, though, our PS2 was having issues reading the disc. And then Rob, a friend of the channel, he's been on a couple times, um, he got Vice City and he brought it over. And we would have to try and like load that thing like five or six times before the game would play uh, because the laser was like starting to like kind of crap out. Yeah, if it had the blue bottom, it was a CD and not a yeah. DVD. And they had some proprietary thing that Sony usually does when it comes to their disc stuff. Um, but those those wouldn't load anymore. Like normal DVDs were fine, but CDs no. So yeah, it was really annoying. Yeah. So um, though I do agree, and not even just with consoles, but with hardware in general, you oh, run yeah. the risk of uh, early defects. Um, they obviously did tests early on, but if you're if you're gonna have a time in the time period of its existence where you might have a better chance of running into problems, it's gonna be on the release of the thing. Because obviously, as people have it. It gets used. They figure out the problem. They fix it later. Sometimes very later in the terms of uh, the I mean, 360. That's why manufacturer warranties are usually at the very least a year. Because most time, if you're gonna have a problem, it's gonna be within the first year. So yeah. Yep. Um, yep. So even though I think the PS4 and the Xbox One both launched pretty fucking good. Yeah. Um, the 
PS4 Pro, I feel like, launched worse than the PS4. That fucking fan's loud as shit sometimes. That's a running joke still. It's yeah. fucking, it scared me the first time I heard it. I was like, what the? I thought it was going to explode. Um, it was <laughs> screaming. Uh, you know, it, it happens. So I think it's a, it's a, it's a fair uh, mentality to have, you know, like, oh, I don't know if I want to be the early adopter. I really want to get a fucking uh, Samsung Z, whatever the fuck, Fold 2. But the tech's not there yet. The screen's still scratch really easy. They even warn you, like, don't fuck with the screen too much. You can scratch it because it's not like they're Gorilla Glass screens. It bends, so the glass isn't there yet. And it's not dust and waterproof yet. So I'm like, I'm so used to phones being... I mean, I literally take this fucker in the shower with me. And I'll, like, listen to a podcast or music. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if it gets wet. It's fine. But, like, so I'm so spoiled to what phones are like now i've dropped that fucker so many times not so many times i'm actually really good about that but the times i have dropped it it's got like one little scuff on it that's it uh so phones are crazy fucking um um durable durable thank you that's the word uh i kept thinking of the word gorilla with gorilla glass i'm like gorilla they're very strong very powerful would kill you easily um and so, you know, with with uh, new tech, I'm really excited about it, but I'm like, I don't know if I want to go back to that where I have to be worried about fucking the screen up, mm-hmm. getting dust in there, getting water in there, stuff like that. So uh, with that new hardware comes out, you're like, Ugh, I don't know. Um, so I get the mentality there. Uh, when it comes to the massive restock of PlayStation five, Best Buy said that they're straight up not going to have in store consoles for like, and I think until next year. Yep. Well, Sony posted um on their blog and then you know through proxy social media um that all um retailers are doing online sales first day launch yeah so you can't go into stores and buy the ps5 you have to buy them um online and then go pick it up which i think a little bit has to do with covid um Mm. you know to to not have crowds coming in and hanging out in line stuff like that because um, I'm sure all of us are old enough to have been through at least one release of a console. And, where you're staying in line, and hanging out with line, people yeah. for hours. Yeah. Um, and then also, I think Walmart came out. Because I was kind of worried. I was talking to somebody, a coworker, about um, they wanted to like just go in and get one. I'm like, that's sort of going to be kind of rough. But you know, you might be able to do it. I, I've done that in the past with prior consoles. It's just you know kind of difficult. Got to put the work in. Um, yeah. You got to be there early. You got to be able to want to you know wait for stuff like that but um uh with this new like oh you got to pre-order essentially online the day of launch and then come pick it up i'm like that's gonna be already kind of rough and then what time are those going to become available because the pre-orders on the ps5 i'm i live on twitter when i'm at work i'm on twitter every second so like when something drops i know it's happening and so that's why I was on top of the pre-orders, and it still took three hours. Well, and what um, I've seen in, but that wasn't—they literally said tomorrow the pre-orders are going to start. And I'm like, I don't believe you. And then they started. I'm like, I fucking knew it. And everybody <laughs> like me, we're all trying to pre-order it, and other people are like, Wait, what? Up? Where the pre-order started? I thought it was tomorrow. I'm like, Yeah, you should have thought that. That's what they told you. They lied to you. Yeah. And the only thing that's scary about online stuff like that, uh, specifically if they give you time, is I've I've seen it now with the. Uh, NVIDIA 30 series, the AMD um, Radeon that just came out, and the new um, processor AMD just released. All three of them instantly gone because people are running purchasing programs on their computers to just buy. They don't even have to be there. So um, hopefully they have some sort of countermeasures. I know like GameStop's website has a queuing system, I think, which I don't know why more people don't do. (laughs) GameStop's has a, oh, you pre-ordered this? Well, we're going to put you in for a second pre-order. 
Yeah, which is weird. <laughs> okay. Um, I guess I'll take two. So, yeah, I mean, that's the worst part about having to do it all online is that someone can literally not have to try yeah. as long as they know how to run a program. Yeah. So, um, But Walmart came out and said the four different times they're going to have for the launch day. They're going to do in increments. Mm. So one's like at like 10 a.m. Don't listen to me and quote me. Go look it up. Yeah, go. I'm just as Walmart. an example saying they said like one will be at like 8 a.m. The other one will be at like 10 a.m. The other one will be like at 1 p.m. and one's at 4 p.m. So you're going to have four different chances to do this. And if they stick to that, they're the ones who initiated that fucking bullshit day early pre-order fucking fiasco that happened. Um, they can afford it. So, so yeah, Sony's like, everything's coming out tomorrow. And all the stores are like, yeah, th- tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. And then Walmart's like, mm, now. Like how much did they find us for early releases of stuff before? I don't remember. Then it probably wasn't that much to it anyways. Let's get all the sales right now. And then Best Buy and everybody's like, wait, what the fuck? Are they Open up the gates. Yeah. And so he's like, what are you doing? They're like, we're getting these fucking PS5 sold. And they all got fined and they don't give a shit. Yeah. Because they're, they're, they all got sold. But um, <laughs> but yeah, so Walmart says that it's you know definitely something you're going to want to look into. But yeah. uh, going back to your question, we're really going off on different directions on these on these comments, which is great. Um, I hope you're able to get one. For this sure. year, uh, as for massive restock of PS5 units before Black Friday, I think it's a tall order. If it happens, awesome. I think it's a tall order just because they're already going to be kind of limited on launch anyway and kind of in weird ways you have to get them. Like I said, Best Buy is saying they're not going to have any in their store for like the rest of the year. Um, Black Friday is like right around the corner. Yeah. I also, um, to, just to kind of, I hate even having to do this, but because of the... Uh, I don't want to do this to you. The global pandemic, we'll say. I don't want to throw words out there YouTube hates. Um, <clears throat> supplies are slower when it comes to electronics and stuff like that. And I've seen it multiple times throughout the year, and it hasn't gotten better. The only company who seems to be, like, okay, uh, companies that seem to be okay right now at all, uh, are literally Samsung and Apple. Everyone else seems to be struggling, so um, including big computer manufacturers so fair warning stuck big restocks probably not happening so yeah i but that's that's not even just this year though like i i know fucking uh in prior console uh releases that like you get the big you get the pre-orders out there you get the every store gets like an extra five consoles maybe 10 or whatever and you got all these people waiting in line to get theirs and then for like the next couple weeks you know, on like a Saturday or on like a Tuesday or whatever, you got to call in. They're like, oh, I think we're getting a shipment. And then like they get like three in. So you just got to like constantly be calling and contacting them or walking and getting and like asking them. won't answer that question. Exactly. Yeah. So you got to get like show up and be like, got any PS5s? And I'm like, fucking, who's asking? Um, <laughs> yeah, we did that. When Toys R Us was still like a player in that, in that game. Uh, I think I skipped school for a week. I don't remember what console it was though. Anyways, yeah, calling them and showing up every day to wait in line. So, when the um, backwards compatible PS3 still existed, that was a thing, um, and the PS3 was still six hundred dollars. I bought a Melgar Solid Four bundle uh, that had the backwards compatible PS3. And I couldn't find them anywhere. And then I called fucking if I don't know if this is a West Coast thing or not, but I called Shopco. I don't know if they still exist or not, but I called Shopco up and I'm like, do you guys like have the Metal Gear Solid 4 PS3 bundle? And they're like, we have one. And I'm like, you have one? Okay, I'm on my way. 
and then I bought it there. But like they only had one ship to them. Yeah, they, um, they used to be like the best like spot to go because no one ever went there. And then Target's a weird one for some reason they'll get them and no one goes there, <laughs> which is weird because like I'll talk to people all the time that they say they're gonna go check Target. So I mean like like that time you were looking for Ouya's. You guys don't even know what the fuck that is. They had them. Uh, Not that that was like a high demand item, but limited. Super s- limited. Stock. Yeah. yeah. Like they, they almost didn't exist. Who's buying a dreidel at Target? We've had so many <laughs> fucking systems. It's stupid. <laughs> Yo. Ajin <clears throat> recently was like, what, what console were you so excited for? And it's like super imposed a fucking Ouya on there <laughs> with me, with me with a derpy ass smile. <laughs> I was like, I was so excited for this Ouya. little underpowered box, even when the time it came out with an older version of Android. Barely used it. I was so excited for that thing. I was just excited someone made it. It was a hundred bucks. So I mean, I I love that someone made a fucking console that yeah. was like affordable like that. Just random fucking like, oh, you can use emulators, and there was actually games made for it and shit. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the worst part about it outside of support was the controller was, was trash, but. Uh, and not I don't like, even think it was trash. Uh, I think it was I don't like, mean like in design as much as the materials were just cheap, really cheap. Like it, it felt had a cheap. touch pad on it. It did. That's wild. hundred <laughs> bucks like that. That was, that thing was neat. I'm glad, I'm glad you bought it. We didn't get any use out of it, but I'm glad they made money off of it. Cause I, I love when people take a risk. I'm stoked about the Atari box. I don't think it's going to be good, but I'm stoked. They're making one. Oh, they're also God. making crazy hotels. Looks at it like a concept art picture of their hotel. It looks like fucking cyberpunk. I'm like, I would go there. That sounds more interesting to me than their console. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> They'll probably have the console there to play. Probably. Chris, any uh, any thoughts? Do you remember it's, what we were talking about? You run the risk when you buy a first-gen console that sometimes something might go wrong with it. I mean, you run the risk with buying a newer console that something might go wrong with it. It's just a factor of technology. Um, I bought a Vibe for a thousand bucks and it's fucking bricked. That sucked. <laughs> oh, I yeah, I got to do the customer service part. Yeah, you did. Yeah. I spent the money. <laughs> <laughs> then, it, as far as them getting more in stock, like like you said, they they said they're not going to get any more physically in stock, and you shouldn't be going out on Black Friday. You shouldn't be going out at all right now for those mass shopping sprees. Just saying. It's a fair point. Go online. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Good luck. That's that's dude, that's what <laughs> I'm telling everybody. I've talked to so many people like I don't even pre-order consoles very often, but because like I kind of this is a very small channel and everyone watching, thank you. We have a great community. Um I feel kind of a pressure to get a PS5 early. I always like to get the consoles as early as possible anyway, but like I really feel pressure right now to have a next-gen console just so I can talk about it, so I can have these relevant conversations for the channel, essentially. I'm buying the console for the channel more than that. I, I do definitely want it, but uh, that's why I fucking spent hours trying to get the fucker uh, just to get it locked in. But I typically don't pre-order consoles. I'm normally the guy who's like calling or going mm. in and checking and seeing if they have one this week or next week. Um, we've always had really good luck with that though. We always have consoles really early on, um, since we were kids. Well, I would even say like the part of that though is like people get discouraged when they get told no on yeah. something and he's got a key. I don't have that. Yeah. And I don't think you do either. So, I mean, like depends on what it is, but, yeah. uh, I mean, I just spent the last six, seven weeks trying to get a graphics card. So, I mean, like, yeah, that's definitely been a thing you've been doing. 
but it worked out. Um, but yeah, that, that, so when I've been talking with people about like that, I did pre-order it. I'm not like, Hey, I pre-order. I always pre-order things. I'm just like, I, I got one. So I'm happy. Um, but I'll talk to them like, yeah, I'm just going to go in the store and pick one up. I'm like, I hope you, do, I hope you're able to get one. I hope there's plenty of them to be able to get for sure. Um, but, uh, but you know, like every console launch, um, you and everybody else going in to get casually go get one and uh this year is a little different things are a little different and the amount of people so, i see online talking about how they didn't they weren't able to get a ps5 yep it, it's not rare i see it all the time more people didn't than did yeah one well, they're they're still talking about it so yeah. i mean like i do truly wish all of you luck i hope sony can get the catch the demand quickly but um sony knows what they're getting into though be, xbox as well um be prepared to not get it they, they are making and putting out more PS5s than PS4s. So they already know the demand's going to be high. They already have expectations of how many fucking PS5s they want to have sold in like the first like three months. And it's a big number. I forgot how much it is. I think it was like 30 some million or some shit. Um, 20 or 30 something. Quite a bit. Because um, they know they're going to fucking sell. Obviously. People are like, I want to fucking pre-order. I already got my pre-order. Fucking people are freaking out. Um, so I think you're going to see restocks earlier and more robust than prior console generations. Every console generation seems like they learned the lessons of the last console generations, except for Nintendo. They fucking limit their stock on purpose with everything just to get demand up. I swear they do it with everything. Because if anyone should have learned this lesson a long time ago, it was fucking Nintendo with the 64. That shit was rare as fuck for months. For like a year, it was hard to find one when it first came out. And then with the Switch, they're like, well, I don't know. We just don't have very many made. And then they just have like a warehouse full of them somewhere and they're like release one million of them all over the four, world. Send four out. <laughs> send four out. Let them fight for it. Them Make fight. them pay in blood. Um, that's probably the Nintendo game for sure. Um, but Sony wants the, the most consoles sold. They take pride in that shit. They want you to buy their exclusives. They're going to they're gonna be pumping these things out, I'm sure, quickly. The only thing that's going to stop them is limitation on hardware because of yeah. the current situation in the world. One of the many current situations in the world. Yeah, though um, they are a large enough company to probably have a, a better lock on supply chains. So. Yeah. Um, and I don't think Microsoft's going to have any issues. They just will buy whatever they need to make sure things happen. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, all I can say is good luck in getting your PS5. I hope you get one uh, smoothly, easy, and in a way that's uh, you know best for you. So, uh, anything else? And hopefully not shady. <laughs> yeah, don't be wandering the streets with nunchucks looking for someone carrying their PS5 around <laughs> in the night. Becky, like, hey. I, feel, I feel personally attacked by that comment. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Who who to who to think somebody be walking all alone with a PS5, and I got these nunchucks in my hand looking for a PS5. I'm I'm, I'm just gonna say neighborhood Sony pony. There are aspects of this. You're a long way from Starbucks, homie. That are based in some truth. Yeah, no, there's elements of that story that are like <laughs> legit. That's the reason I'm being specific. Um, I'm not condoning anyone robbing anyone for anything. I'm not gonna call you out either. I might. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you for the comment. 
We uh, recently uh, discussed Dragon's Dogma, which was our game of the month um, before our current game of the month. And uh, yeah, we had a great conversation. If you want to know what we thought of Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen, uh, go check out that video. Um, and a lot of people had really great things to say about the game, which is really cool. Uh, like I said in that video, I don't want to talk about too much. Um, the game has a pretty pretty strong fan base. People are really big fans of that game, uh, which is uh, really cool and makes me upset that we don't have dragon's dogma 2 or even no whispers of that um we got a comment from the josh uh that says uh capcom gave the go-ahead for dragon's dogma i almost thought it was ddr2 uh ahead of uh dragon's dogma 2 to the director but he chose to make dmc5 first which is true. I remember that there was an MMO in Japan and that shut down last year. Uh, so multiplayer is definitely not uh, out of the realm of possibility. The vast travel system, which is something people kept telling me, uh, is confusing, but there definitely is one. This is something all three of us are like, it'd be great if the game had a fast travel system. People are like, it does. They just don't tell you about it. Kind of reminds me of like how Dark Souls has multiplayer, but it doesn't really explain it to you. So. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Um, I guess it's like a crystal system or something like that in the game. I don't remember specifically. I, maybe. I know of the system they're talking about, and to be fair, it is not part of the base game. It was added in the DLC because people complained about it because the teleportation system had very limited uses, and you have to set those crystals down specifically where you yeah. want to teleport to. Yep. Yeah, that's what I, I was explained to. Not the added on part, but that, that makes sense that it was added later. Uh, Josh says, the fast travel system is confusing, but there definitely is one. The version gave you a permanent crystal to fast travel among other goodies in your storage in Grand Seren. Uh, doesn't give much direction at all, but this game always will hold a spot of affection from me. A very solid A- minus if I had to grade it, which is something I kind of flirted with. I gave it a B plus. Uh, go watch the episode. Um, but uh, but I, I wanted to give it an A- minus as well, so I get where Josh is coming from. I'm also not surprised. Me and Josh have talked about Dragon's Dogma quite a bit. Um, thoughts on Josh's comment? Um, the, the only thing I really have to say about it um, that I didn't kind of say while we were uh, reading it is... Say um, Gren Seren. Huh? Say Gren Seren. Gren Seren? Yeah. Isn't that a fun word to say? Sure. What were you saying? Uh, the director no longer works for Capcom, so I wouldn't be holding your breath on that he works for square now so he could come back could could but he won't yeah that's all you got from josh's fucking comment he ain't come back <laughs> well he just stated his opinions otherwise yeah. uh and mm -hmm. my opinions in the episode yeah, yeah. any thoughts chris you already kind of talked about the teleportation thing episode, but yeah yeah no nothing else to add really yeah, um, like your grade, uh, kind of have a similar view on it. Um, I didn't do anything with the fast travel system. I should go back and check that out. Uh, the MMO, I don't know anything about. Um, I actually didn't even know there was an MMO, so I'd like to look into that. Um, and yeah, Devil May Cry 5, uh, Dragon's Dogma. That's really interesting. I've heard that a lot of times. Um, seems like the guy likes uh, intricate combat. Um, which is cool. Gives me hope for Final Fantasy 16. 16, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, very cool. Thank you for the comment, Josh. Thanks, um, dude. 
Yeah, see, so there is a fast travel. This is from uh, Death Gaza or Death Gaza. I don't know how you say the name specifically. Uh, so there is a fast travel system, but is not explained clearly and can be completely missed, which it definitely was completely missed. Um, burr, 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 burr. We got Amelia saying, uh, I've been playing lots of Neo 2 because I bought the Tango's Discipline and Darkness in the capital, Doom Eternal, the Ancient Gods Part 1, and... Replaying Gravity Rush Remastered, Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen seems okay. I've wanted to check out Kingdom of Amlor Re-Reckoning. Um, at uh, 4 minutes and 20 seconds, she says, uh, Why are you lying, Seth? We all know Bugsnax is going to be Game of the Year, not Cyberpunk 2077. Maybe. Maybe. It's coming out at a time that I could uh, make that decision, definitely. Uh, th- how, how fucking crazy would it be if, if I play a game like, this is Game of the Year for sure. That song alone. Uh, does DLC count for game of the year or does it have to be a full game? Um, for us personally, uh, I kind of try and stick to the standard of full game or a substantial DLC. I know it's kind of a vague way to put that, but yeah. Well, and as an example, last year, my game of the year was, uh, the expansion 14 Shadowbringers, but it's a 40 hour experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I think is very fair. Um, if a DLC came out that was like a red jacket and like a new flaming sword, and you're like, this this DLC is my Get fucking game of the year, of I would argue that's not really like a game <laughs> for any year. Um, you reinvigorated my love for it. Yeah. Um, but if, if it was like a, a chunk of gameplay, new gameplay, uh, you know, add story or like, you know, ad- enough content to do, uh, I think it's in the running for game of the year for this channel. But really, I'm I'm pretty pretty open to we're all on the same page really, but I'm pretty open to you know whatever somebody thinks their game of the year is. I would just really I I always leave it upon you the audience, but also us that you know we we give grades, but it's more so about what we're actually saying. And I could tell you all day something's great, but like you listen to it go, yeah, but you think that that your game of the year is a fucking two minute DLC that came out. I don't know if I can really respect that, but you know it's your opinion. That's cool. But I just don't agree, and that's fine for sure. But uh, so I really kind of just leave it open. But uh, yeah, substantial DLC I think counts. Um, and then uh, game of the year, Yakuza Like a Dragon. I might throw it out different games for a few videos as I have multiple games. I think you all should play. And I want to bring this up just because you typed in game of the year, um, and you have to type in G O T M for your vote to count. Uh, one of your two comments where you said GOTY uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon, I did count just to kind of go, I know what you're saying, but I have to be strict about the rules because I want everybody to have equal chance. And if somebody's not following the rules and someone else is, I don't want to punish them. So um, make sure to type in GOTM on your comment uh, and the game you want for Game of the Month for it to be picked. Otherwise, I have to follow the rules that I've set. Um, so uh, any thoughts on Amelia's comment? I did it while we were talking about yeah. it so um you, you choose what oh. you want for game of the year for you that's on you yeah the biggest thing i really kind of want to emphasize is i i would prefer if you're in the comments say whatever you want i'm gonna definitely you know respect it but like for us personally it needs to come out this year and it needs to be a game or a substantial chunk of game um, diddy kong racing game of the year <laughs> yeah every year yeah um <laughs> I mean, like, and we'll talk about it when we do our game of the year episode, but like, I really, really absolutely considered picking Hunt Showdown 
as one of my top three, if not my game of the year for this year, because it technically came out in February on console. But the game came out in 2017. The reason I most likely won't do this and come back, because we'll talk about this, maybe it will make my list, is the console version is not as good as the PC version. So it's not my game of the year. But Hunt Showdown, fuck, if that game came out this year, holy shit, there's a good chance it'd be my number one. <laughs> I'm not even joking. That would be like my fucking game of the year. As as Hunt Showdown is right now in, in 2020 on PC, holy shit, it's one of my favorite games. Easily. It's great. So, uh, But yeah, with that technicality, I'm like, well, it came out on playstation 4 and xbox this year so i could just pick the game but yeah um that's that's i think we also usually try to avoid early access as well yeah but i mean if some some games in early access are like pretty fucking robust and finished i mean i wouldn't warframe yeah (laughs) um I think Phasmophobia is pretty fucking complete feeling. Oh, um, yeah, uh, this needs more maps. But other than that, I mean, it's a full ass game. If someone went like Phasmophobia is my game of the year, I would not try to contest that. Like that that and Among Us are literally um, all over YouTube and Twitch. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of case by case basis. I think most people are pretty much on the same page when it comes to this kind of thing. But um, but yeah. Um, was somebody else saying something or before that? Okay, just make sure I didn't just interrupt someone and take over, uh, which is easy for me to do because my game brain's of the like... Month. Not um, game of the year. Game of the month. Yeah. GOTM, please. M. Uh, M. Yeah, so uh, make sure to do that. That's for everybody. I got to I gotta make sure the people who are playing by the rules, they need to benefit from it. Also, um, for some reason, a, a video ends up with hundreds of comments. It's easier to like control F, GOTM, and find those things. Yeah, 100%. So... Yep. so. Do me that favor. Do yourself that favor so you have a better chance of competing uh, for the game of the month. Because uh, so far we've got three people who have picked games. So those three people are definitely, one of them is going to get it. One I've deleted. And uh <laughs> got to guess who, though. Um, all three games so far have been really interesting picks, too. I'm kind of excited about it. Um, as for the Neo 2 uh, thing, I have not played uh, that DLC um and uh doom eternal the ancient gods haven't played that either i'm am definitely curious to play those though um as for your viewing of dragon's dogma dark arisen seems okay might be you should definitely check it out if you find a like a good deal on or something like that um kingdoms of amalar i have not heard anybody say anything about that yeah not a word nope nobody it just came out and fucking and i thought josh was gonna play it because he liked just the original like when it came out the first time yeah it's depressing cool. kind of sucks so you should play it and tell me what you think of it. Um, Good plan. And Yakuza Like a Dragon, when you put this on here, um, I was like, that game came out already? And I realized it comes out this month. So uh, I already kind of wanted to play it. That's like the RPG Yakuza that uh, is supposed to be pretty different. So I'm actually really interested in that. So I might play that before the possibility of that being the game of the month. But if it is, I would definitely be stoked to play it. Anything else? All right. Thank you for the comment, Amelia. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, then we reviewed uh, Vampire and Need for Speed Payback on Plus Club. Had yeah, a great conversation. Um, and uh, that was a really good one. So make sure to go check that out. We had some pretty diverse opinions on on some of the games. And uh, even Dragon's Dogma, we we all kind of landed differently on the reviews. So definitely check out those episodes. Um, burp, 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 burp. We got a comment from Tasty Fruit. says, Fur, f- first... Who's this dork? Damn. Oh, bird. 
<laughs> I know where you sleep. It's true. He does. That's not, even, that's not even fake. I do too. Um, then we got a comment from Sarah that says, I really, really, really wanted to like vampire. I agree with Chris in regards to the story. I love the Anne Rice vampire chronicles and classic vampire stories in general. I like how dark this game is. And it seems like they put a lot of thought into how the character uh, or how your character specifically as a vampire interacts with the world they built. I just, I just think the game are don't think the game is very fun, sad face. I wanted very much to like it, and I do, just not playing it, lol. Also, you should read The Quick by Lauren Owen if you're looking for more Anne Rice-type vampire novels. Chris, thoughts on that? I agree with you agreeing with me. <laughs> what about the book? Have you, have you read The Quick? I have not. I have not. Are you interested in it? If it's like I'm, I'm interested in any kind of books people recommend to me. I love books. I wish I did. I like stories. I don't like books. It's weird. Although history, I'll read history books. I'm a dork like that. Ugh. Ugh. I was reading stuff so about Napoleon. Read, read Lord of the Rings then because it feels like a history book. I don't want to. <laughs> even, even fucking Game of Thrones. I didn't read the books. I just read a wiki on the history. I'm like, this is very interesting. I was reading like real history. I'm like, hmm, who did what? Oh, fucking hundred years before yeah, that, they did this shit. Points. What was the battle that took place? Oh, fuck that guy. Like one. That's what I did. I didn't read those fucking books. I ain't doing that. Oh, fuck. You should read the similarian. Then you. I don't want to do that either. He doesn't want to read. <laughs> I read all the time. I'm on Twitter. I read shit talk all day. That's nah, not reading. Let's get fucking nah, pissed the whole time. Like fuck everyone. Um, on Twitter, not everywhere. <laughs> Um, people on Twitter is successful. Um, I, I mean, I agree with you too. Obviously we talked about it and definitely encourage everybody to go check out that conversation. But, um, that is a funny feeling to have that nuanced perspective of enjoying something, but not enjoying the interaction you get with it. And it's something I'm kind of feeling with, uh, not to the same degree, but watchdogs Legion. I really love everything about it. I just don't enjoy playing it as much as I want it to. Um, it's not bad. I like playing it enough. It's not, you know, horrible, but, um, but is, is interesting to have that feeling. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Can you, can you experience the opposite? I think so. I've played games that like I don't give a fuck about anything about it, but like I'm just grinding and playing it. The EDF is a blast. The story does not matter. Nah, I do like everything in EDF though. <laughs> I like everything in EDF. Okay. I like the cheesy I story. I, sh- I guess I shouldn't say I don't like it, but like I also it isn't like I've played some real shit games though where I fucking hated the story and hated the characters and everything every time they talk. I'm like, shut the fuck up. And I'm just like playing it, but like I'm just like unlocking stuff and leveling. So the gameplay was making me play yeah. it, but like I just hated every time a cutscene happened. It's actually quite a few games I've played. I think stories in a lot of games are fucking shit, but, um, but yeah, but yeah. but but the whole you know appreciating the game, what they're going for. I I felt similar with uh, Vampire. Um, I feel like I, we all did on that. Yeah, one. We're, we all kind of had the same kind of opinion of like, um, there's a lot to be appreciated there, but there's some. Uh, non-polish and jank Someone to the else game. Should have made the game. Yeah, yeah. They should have like let the writers and the and the visual directors and stuff like that have someone else make that game for them. But if, dude, uh, if Bioware so made that game, it would have been uh, way better in like the gameplay sense. And are you sure? Well, old Bioware, Bioware. The not not Anthem. Mass Effect Two Bioware. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mass Effect 2, Mass Effect 1, Bioware. Um, uh. The gameplay of Mass Effect 3, Bioware. Um, so, yeah, I agree. And uh, I don't read Anne Rice, but. Uh, you should. I should. No. I don't I have them all. I don't I'm, like vampires enough to I care. Think, I think mom has. Oh, yeah. Anne Rice books, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty. Yeah. I'm not going to generalize. Never mind. Smut, dude. <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of women <laughs> like Anne Rice books. Which, yeah, it's very specific Anne Rice books are very much directly smut. Yeah, yeah. different yeah. series. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't experienced that, but I've, I've heard there's a reason why some people really like Anne Rice books because they uh, get into some fun territory. <laughs> she invokes certain feelings. Yep, in the <laughs> loins. Um. <laughs> Thank you, thank you for the comment, Sarah. Anybody else have anything else you guys want to add to that? I think we pretty much covered yeah, it. Yeah, me too. So thank you, thank you. Yeah. Uh, then we got a comment from um, Ben Aaron Walters, uh, who says, "My favorite part of Need for Speed was the one race my character was standing straight up through the roof of the car. Besides that, you guys pretty much hit the nail on the head with everything on it. Do you have any recommendations for good arcade racers for PS4?" Um, Forza Horizons uh, <laughs> three and four on, on Game Pass. Yeah, that's on, on PC. Um, <laughs> Use your PS4 controller because <laughs> um, they're really good. Did this person post that picture in Discord as well? Yeah, they, no, they posted the okay. video. Yep. Okay, okay, okay. Because I was literally like, "Oh my god, I want to see that." Okay, and then they posted the Discord link down below. It sounded familiar. Okay, yeah. Um, and literally, the chick's just standing through the roof while he's driving down the road, probably. and I was like, "Oh my god, this is giving me Final Fantasy 15 flashbacks." What the fuck? Um, Where all my characters are just standing in the vehicle least, while I'm flying. At around. least that game has a little bit of an excuse: development hell and being a big world. Um, <laughs> Yeah, man, recommendations, it's kind of rough. Um, okay, so I, I did, I, re, or, uh, I I replied to your comment uh, on the episode, but I told you that I pretty much dabble in like sim racers mostly. Arcade racers don't normally do it for me too much. I'll dabble a little bit, but then I'll, I'll leave them. Um, more of a sim racer guy, but the games I have over here right now is like Gran Turismo Sport, which I wouldn't recommend too much. And I love Gran Turismo, so that really says something. Um, Project Cars 2... Drive Club, Onrush, which was a PlayStation Plus game. Um, it's an arcade racer, but not. It's it's kind of arcadey, it, it's actiony. I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's not. It's not. It's an arcade racer. I would definitely recommend Onrush if you like like N sixty four era like drive fast, hit people into walls and shit type um, uh, class based car combat. I don't know if I'd, I'd recommend Project Cars Two unless you were just like really. I'm not like, recommending. I'm just saying that's. Head. I'm just yeah. saying that's what I got over there. They're all sim racers all except right. for Onrush. Um, so yeah, it's hard for me to recommend. Um, I did. I think say though the Crew Two is kind of arcadey feeling, um, and I like the variety of vehicles you get to pick and choose in that game. My only problem is is. For some reason, Ubisoft doesn't understand how cars should feel in games. It feels like they took some other game's engine, which they probably did, and they just put car models in there, and they're running off of the same system of like a character running because they don't feel like they have physics really. Or if they go off the road a little bit, they're like kind of sticky, and they don't feel like you could like flip the car. It feels kind of old school, and I hate that feeling um, in a racing game. Um, 
Whereas like if I play Gran Turismo, Forza, you really feel like every tire is touching the road and the suspension's you know doing its thing and physics and gravity matter when you're going around the apex of a corner stuff like that. Um, whereas you know the crew two doesn't feel like that at all. Um, so yeah, it, I don't know. It's it's really hard to recommend a, a arcade racer. Grand Theft Auto Five probably is pretty arcadey racing. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. If someone asked me, Are you arcade racer, I wouldn't be like Grand Theft Auto Five. But I think you can make a pretty strong case a because they, there's too. a whole DLC for yeah. racing. Um, but then you got to deal with their janky ass system for fucking playing Dude, with people so and bad. all the assholes <laughs> that play that game. Yeah, there's a lot of them. But it is an arcade racer. Yeah, so. we're not we're not doing a good job. I feel like we could do a better job. Well, I'm not this. a good person for this anyways because I struggle with racing games to begin with. So, Chris, any recommendations? And what do you think about the the woman staying out of the roof of a car? That was that was a treat. I appreciate that. that Thank you. Thank you for sharing that with us. <laughs> that was a real treat. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> it wets my palate. <laughs> um, but as far as like arcade racers, I don't really play a lot of racing games anymore. I did when I was younger, but. As I got older, I don't play them as much, if at all. Demolition you know. All-Stars. Yeah, for PS5. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this question to anybody watching. If you have a recommendation for a arcade racer, uh, let us know, but let him know in the comments uh, what you'd recommend because we're not doing a good job trials. at it. Maybe maybe somebody... No, but Trials is dope. <laughs> it's more like a puzzle game anyways. Are people making arcade racers that much anymore? Apparently not. Is Street Fighter Five? Yeah, that counts, right? Yeah. Yeah, Ryu. Ryu is the sports car. Yeah, he's he's got that big engine. And Chubbly is just a Dan. <laughs> oh, Some thick thighs to carry a lot of people, all right? This is true. Three Cs. Balrog is a fucking SUV. Yeah. I hate this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry to be Hummer. useless. Yeah, we're not helping a lot, but hopefully it's entertaining. Um... But yeah, the video is cool. If you guys want to see it, check it out in the Discord link down below. Anything else you guys want to say? Thanks for uh, thanks for posting that in the Discord. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for sharing. And commenting. We also got a comment that says uh, from Derek Derek Skunk. I don't I'm not saying your name correctly, but he says, Hey, nice. Which I, I agree. No. Very you. nice. Thank thank you. Uh, thank you everybody for the comments and moving on to the other and the last episode uh, where we uh, reacted to Xbox Series XS official next-gen walkthrough and destruction all-stars being delayed into uh, 2021. I almost said 2011. I'm like, it's in, back in time. Um, <laughs> it's I confused been myself. Out for almost 10 years. Um, Derek Skunk, I'm probably saying your name wrong. I apologize. Says the world needs more tasty loot gaming. Which I really appreciate. Thank you for that. Very flattering. Um, yeah, very flattering. Um, breaking news: Cyberpunk 2077 got delayed again till December 10th. Oh man, that's from Awesome Skeleton. It did, um, and everybody like rats from a sinking ship are fucking ev- just jumping the hell out of December right now into January. January's where refugees of December are going. Um, Flapjack, Daddy Clap, Dummy Thick, Pancake Cheeks. Back again. No syrup says I'm sticky already. Wait, 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 wait. How? No syrup. No syrup. You can get how sticky. You, how are you sticky? There's other things. No. 
Um, canola oil. Ugh. No. No syrup, no sticky. Stop lying to um, me. Peanut butter, maybe? I love peanut butter on my pancakes. So do I. What's, what's some other shit they put on fucking pancakes? Honey. What's the other thing? Gava? Oh, you're thinking Agave? like uh, corn syrup. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. Corn syrup. What the fuck is the company? Uh, Caro? Caro. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, some people put some... Maybe it's fucking sticky with Caro. I'd argue that syrup still. Just fucking... Maybe sticky with something that has nothing to do with fucking pancakes. Something real bad. And then, uh, <laughs> last comment. is <laughs> from Paul Hewitt that says, See that pop in at 29 minutes and 56 seconds. Ouch. What? And that was... Let's, let's look at it. Let's skip this ad. Why don't you have ad block? Pop in, pop in, pop in. I don't. Like. So I'm hearing yeah, myself talk. Dude, what the fuck? Design. There's pop in there. there. There's the pop. The real fucking pop in is the ads. Two ads at, all at once. Chris didn't even get to see. <laughs> I forgot he wasn't watching. I was like, Chris has nothing to say about this. Um, yeah well the biggest thing i want to check is what game he was talking about in the subnautica which is an indie developed game so um i do agree with the xbox with the power of the most powerful console ever uh created by mankind you would expect less pop in but indie game so i think it's kind of uh you know kind of tricky there thoughts on pop in I, are you popping no um <laughs> yeah i mean that's that's outside of microsoft's uh i guess control at that point if, unless if they the, wanted to nuke it like scale bound the developer is not uh checking that stuff so yeah. and microsoft does like to nuke stuff they also like to buy stuff yeah they like to create and destroy they like being god chris any thoughts on uh, is it okay if games have pop in on next gen consoles? Pop in? What the fuck is pop in? I'm looking at the clip right now. I'm so confused. I think something in the background. I think it's like a coral or something just kind of pops in or a fish or some shit. Oh, I mean. It's loading it, in front of you. It's a loading thing. I mean, it's probably a setting you can change. It's like that on PCs. You can control how far your your visual cue things pops things in. So, I, on next gen consoles, I would hope that it would be further out, that you wouldn't really notice it. But yeah, I, I mean, mean, again, who knows? it's up to the developer, not the hardware. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anything else? No. No. <laughs> Nothing. We got nothing. It's all over. Uh, I want to thank everybody for your comments on all the videos. Uh, I will read your comments again on the next taste cast at random, unless you type in hashtag STLG on your comment. And then I will definitely prioritize Run the line. reading your uh, ridiculous name over and over and over again and reading your comment first. You're at the front of the line. And uh, yeah, that's up to five people. So if there's like 20 people saying that hashtag STLG, I'll probably read them all. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. Also don't tell me you're um, sticky when you're not. Yeah, don't don't, don't, don't front lie. like that. Either you're sticky or not, and you better fucking be telling the truth on that kind of shit. Um, 
and type in uh, GOTM on your comment as well uh, to vote for the game of the month in December. I explained that in the intro, so make sure to watch that. If you need the rules all over again, those intros will only be this month, so don't worry about like, why does it keep fucking having that? That's just make sure everybody is on the same page. Um, that's going to do it for this episode of Tastecast episode 129. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoy this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on uh, TikTok, uh, Twitter, and Facebook at Tasteloo Gaming. Um, check out our streams. Links down below. I plan on doing streams soon because I haven't done that in a while. So uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, we have a Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. And uh, we have a Patreon for people who would like to support the channel. Everything that goes into it goes right back into the channel. And uh, you can also support us by watching this video all the way through, hitting that like button, which really helps uh, people see the video, and uh, subscribing, which uh, really helps my ego and builds this community, which is more important. Um, I'd like to hit 2,000 subscribers because uh, that'd be dope and we're so close. So thank you, everybody who has subscribed already. You guys are the, the real ones, but uh, let's get more. And uh, yeah, my name's Seth. I'm Chevy. And I'm Chris. Until the next episode, which will be Tasty Tuesday, I think. Have a good weekend, guys, and uh, stay safe and uh, be nice to each other in these trying times. And take it easy. <laughs>